Disrespecting the goats, the goat MC, because he white, because we think he corny. Nah, what I say is y'all are disrespecting the real goat MC. Y'all don't give this man Robert Van Winkle his due credit. Who? Robert Van Winkle, aka Vanilla Ice. Is he not a legend in the game? If Eminem is, I got him. Look. I, I think so. Then, I, then he paved the way for an Eminem. I think so. I think I think he paved the way to show that you can get anybody. He paved the way for people like Six Nine. That's true. Who can, <laughs> you can just get anybody, just paint them, dress record. them up, write their shit. I don't know if he wrote his own shit or not, but just paint them as this hip hop person yep. and make millions. So, you forget he was a dancer for MC Hammer. So he was at least somewhat verified in the game <laughs> yeah. before he came in. So he got up with Shug. Yes, but y'all want to say, oh, we dissing Eminem because he's white and we think he's corny. Now, y'all, y'all, y'all shunned Vanilla Ice from the game too early. Now, I'm not even joking around when I say this. I think this song is kind of underrated, not in terms of popularity, because of course it's like one of the biggest songs ever rap-wise. But this, this dude was rapping on this shit, man. Yeah. Let's, let's listen to this shit. For the chumps on the wall, the chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells falling on the concrete real fast. Come on, come on, man. If Rakim spit that in the early 90s, we would have said that was a classic. Yeah. But since it was Vanilla Ice, this corny-looking white dude with a high-top fade, what's, everybody thought it was a joke. What's funny is, this. You, we hear this song all throughout arenas and stuff during the timeouts, but... This dude was literally, literally talking about guns popping. Yeah, very violent. <laughs> yes. What what do he say? Some with the some. I forget the fucking lyrics yeah. now. But this shit was hard, man. Point <laughs> is, Vanilla Ice, Ice, Ice Baby was hard. We get rap white rappers their props. We're not just <laughs> hating on this podcast. We just didn't like the last Eminem project. That's all, people. <laughs> and see, this is the thing, man. Like I'm not like I don't hate Eminem or nothing like that. But I just felt like he he at this point he kind of uh, I don't want to call him Michael Jordan or nothing like that, but it's like Michael Jordan with the Wizards right yes. now. <laughs> like you respect what he do, and yes. you know, like I said, if he want to keep putting albums out till he eighty, that's on him, man. That's a it's a blessing to do that because everybody can't do that. But like I feel like it's it's more than just uh, lyrics at this point. Like if I want to listen to lyrics, nothing but lyrics, I would listen to a battle rap. Exactly. Know what I mean, so I just felt like I feel like Eminem is not connected with what's going on now. I feel like he, I feel like he's doing a lot better because at least he getting up and coming producers or popular producers now. Yeah. But still, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no disrespect to Eminem. It really like, and that's the thing because I've seen that on social media too. Eminem is not I've never seen Eminem like blatantly disrespected in terms of people saying he can't rap 
Yeah. You know, nobody's talking about his technical skill when they criticize him. <laughs> They're talking about the fact that he sounds outdated and some of his stuff comes across as a little corny now. Yeah. But that's just it's what it is. A lot of people, when you look back in their catalog, they're going to sound corny now. See, and see, I, I'll put it this way. When, when you look at... When you look at somebody like an Ice Cube, when Ice Cube put an album out, like, what do you think of his recent album? You think, ah, it's you know, it's cool, but yeah. you probably wouldn't go back to it and bump it. Exactly. It's kind of like a, all right, you know, respect the OG, he's still doing his thing type of thing. I feel like we got to put Eminem in that category. Yeah. If Snoop drop a rap album today, it's gonna be like, okay, you know, it's cool, Snoop. You know what I mean? But it's 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 Snoop at this point. It's not nothing where you like, damn, I got to play it again. I got to keep playing it again. It's like the OG putting some shit out, and that's only for their fans only. Exactly. So I think Eminem is now at a point where he only put shit out for his fans. Pretty much. It, like, And that's not we, a bad thing. Yeah, like, that's if what I said. Everybody fan, do it. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, um, Ice Cube do it. Snoop do it. All them dudes ain't got to put out music, and they not trying to grab every single person and exactly. get on the top chart. But Eminem, I think he in that category. And this dude still debuts number one, yes. unlike Ice Cube <laughs> and a Snoop Dogg. So yeah. he's okay, people. Let let us have our little petty criticisms. It's, it's social media, man. Yes. People criticize everything. Exactly. <laughs> he's doing fine. Um, so welcome to another exciting edition of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. Jasmine ain't here. Shout out to Jasmine. It's just me and my boy Figgy kicking it, man. We're going to talk yes. about all this bullshit going on today. <laughs> but first, man, let's get into you, bro. You, I saw you looking fly at the Houston Sports Awards oh, yeah, yeah. this past week. Yeah. So how was that experience, man? It was pretty cool, man. I like the whole red carpet vibe. Um, I ain't going to say I, was, I felt like I was overdressed, but... I'm like, damn, I felt like I overdid it. I was um, had to get the tie and all this <laughs> other shit. But um, it was cool, man. It was a good experience. It was good seeing people, seeing Jerry Jones. I yep. seen some of the owners from um, the Houston teams here. Um, um, we seen Bun B, Slim Thug. Like it was, it was real nice. It was real nice. So okay. um, we end up, me and Landry end up interviewing Paul Wall. That's dope. And, yeah, it was it was real cool. He was real late, but he actually remembered me when I mentioned um, about him doing you know ESG podcast. Mm-hmm. He like, oh yeah, y'all usually do it Tuesdays, right? So yep. yeah, he actually remembered who I was. But um, yeah, so we took a picture, and he ended up posting a picture mm-hmm. on his Instagram yesterday. Yep. So um, and uh, I had posted a picture a couple of days ago. But um, yesterday he recently just posted it. Uh, it. It was dope. Tabbed me in it. He followed yep. me and everything. So shout out to Paul Wall, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, Hopefully we can get him on soon. You know, the funny thing is I sent the picture to a couple people. They're like, oh, okay. Okay, you look good. Who Who's the white dude in the middle? I'm like, Paul. Uh, that's Paul Wall. So I, I said this to two different people, okay. and they did not recognize Paul Wall. I don't know if it's because he got a little slim, or he got the beard. But now, did the picture say Paul Wall, or was it just a picture? Or was, no. it, was it directly from your phone and not yeah, Instagram? Yeah, it was okay. directly from my phone. Okay, yeah. But were, were these people from Houston or from Cleveland? No, they was from Cleveland. Okay, fair but, enough. Um, that's to show you how different he kind of looked. Yeah, because. People used to the baby face Paul Wall with the, you know, kind of chubby a little mm-hmm. bit. But, um, yeah, people not used to Paul Wall with the beard. 
Yeah, man. He I got was like, like a James Harden beard. He does. He yep. does. And that was 10 years ago, man. Everybody <laughs> looked different. The only person who really don't look a whole lot different is Chameleon Air. Yeah. He looked kind of the same, but even he got the braids taken out. So yeah, and you barely see him. Yeah, he rare now. He rare, yeah. super rare. <laughs> but um, so yeah, uh, that's dope, man. Hopefully yeah. we can get uh Paul Wall on the podcast. Yeah, shout out to Paul Wall. Shout out to Paul Wall. And hopefully we'll have something else cooking soon. Anything yeah. else go down, man? You meeting anybody else? How's the actual event itself? Uh, the event was pretty cool. It was good. Uh, who else did I meet? Uh. Oh, I met some of the um, Texans players. I met Barkevius Bar- Mingo. Okay. Who, uh, he was drafted by the Browns, so I already knew who he was before. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob Martin, <laughs> the guy that was uh, the other guy that was part of the JD Clowney trade. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Whitney Merciless. Okay. Uh, uh, I forgot the the other the, the dude, Brendan Scar Brendan Scarlett. Mm-hmm. Man, he's pretty cool. Uh, who else did I met? I met uh, Oliver Luck, which is Andrew Luck's dad, yep. who the I guess he running the XFL. XFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it was a bunch of um different people we met. It was pretty cool. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's a cool little event, man. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised Astro players showed up. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I guess they coming out. Yeah, I, I mean, we knew that was eventually gonna have to. <laughs> and Jeff Luno, uh, Luna, how do you say his fucking Lun- name? Luno, uh, Luno. Yeah. He was supposed to be on the guest yeah. list, but of course I, he didn't show up. Yeah, so. I think that because they ended up sending us the final rundown of mm-hmm. who's going to be there, and they wasn't on there. Yeah, of course. But uh, it would be hilarious if he still showed up. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's still bitter, so it's probably best he didn't because it would have been should. a whole lot of. Eh. I would be bitter if somebody, um, like, it if depends. I got suspended and fired. It depends because apparently the commissioner was saying that he, they, they, the MLB thinks he had knowledge of what happened, mm. and he's saying he didn't. So if he really didn't know what the fuck was going on, yeah, I would be mad if I got fired and suspended Luke, over some shit. The, um, the, the GM, GM yes. Okay. But MLB said he did have knowledge or probably did have knowledge, and he's saying no. So I don't know if he's just yeah. trying to protect his job by saying, hey, I didn't know what the fuck they was doing over there. I'm the GM. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. he did. I don't know, man. But yeah. He probably if, won't ever get another job again. I, don't, I think he will. Luno? I think Hinch will, the coach. Really? I think it's opposite, man. Really? Because uh, the Hinch is Hinch directly knew about it and didn't do shit. And really? he admitted that. I okay, I thought that was the other way around. No. Nah. Because um I heard Hinch was trying to stop that shit. Yeah, Hinch he was, was Hinch broke the monitor. Yeah. But he didn't set tell anyone to stop it. Yeah, I but, think I think he did, but I think he didn't um I guess didn't do it enough as he should. The the commissioner's report said the players would have stopped if Hinch asked them to. Uh, so they were saying that he never asked, and even he admitted he didn't put a stop to it. But he hmm. tried to break the monitors. I guess he was trying to send a subliminal message to them. <laughs> but all he had to do was tell them to stop that, cut that shit out, and they would have stopped, according to the players. Mm. So I think it's the other way around, man. I think the GM will get a job sooner than a, a manager, yeah. Hinch. But yeah. who knows, well, man? Well, they both got away the year because yeah. uh, they suspended for the whole season. Yeah, they're gonna be kicking back, relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, man, honestly, we're probably gonna talk more about sports because we don't have a whole lot of shit to talk about this week. But let's break down the one new release I heard. <laughs> um, Megan Thee Stallion 
dropped a uh, a new single. Interesting story. No, okay, I'll, I'll break that down in a minute because I did some research because I remember we talked about how Megan Thee Stallion should be bigger than what she is right now. Yeah. And her recent moves seem kind of weird. Yeah. I think I know why, but Uh-oh. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But first, let me break, break down this uh, new single. It's called B-I-T-C-H. If you haven't heard it, it's a uh, play, a remake of the uh, Tupac song, Rather Be Your N-I-G-G-A. Mm. Same beat, same cadence. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the song, honestly. It's the first single off her. I, I forgot Tupac did that song. Yeah, I, I was thinking of the original song, which was uh, shit. I forgot. I forgot. I'd rather be with you, Boosie Collins. Yeah, Boosie God. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I forgot Tupac. Yeah, did that too. No. Okay. The version she did is a playoff of Tupac's version. Okay, but it's still sampling the same song. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this song. Uh, there are. I think there are some shots at Money Bag Yo. If you mm, listen to the lyrics. Okay. But overall, I feel like this could have been an album cut. It needed to be a single. Mm-hmm. Especially she's coming off a few. Say what you want about that hot girl summer shit. At least that felt like a single. Yeah. This one felt like it could have just came on in the middle of the album. You would have nod your head a little bit and not gone back to it. It being the lead single of her new project, it's kind of worrying. Mm-hmm. But she did announce the full project um this week. She said she has SZA on the pot on the project. Uh, Juicy J's producing it. Some mm. other people gonna be on it too. So should yeah. be hot. But this single didn't do nothing for me, man. You hear mm. it? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. I thought it was cool. I kind of agree with you. It felt like an album cut. But I think uh, I think her releasing this. I think she kind of hear, you know, people like you, people like other people say, oh, she need to, you know, do something else. Yeah. All she do is twerk shit. I, <laughs> I felt like she, I felt like she might, you know, be on, be on social media a little too much and mm-hmm. try to switch it up a little bit. I think she, uh, I mean, say what you want. I think she need to stick to something that's working. But um, I think it was, I think it was cool. Like I said, I don't see it being a single that's, you know, in full rotation. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it's called B B I T C H. Mm-hmm. I just don't see people like promoting this song as yeah. like the single. <laughs> so yeah, I thought it was cool though. It was it was cool, but it's not the one I'm going back to. Like yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Um, and to your point, I think that could be right. Maybe she's just trying to get away, not get away, but. Prove she's hey, more I than just shaking else. ass. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed her wearing a little bit more clothes lately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's intentional or just something she's doing right now. But I've seen her be a little more clothed up than usual. She did twerk a whole lot for that uh, Ivy Park shit because mm. she got the uh, the Ivy Park box from Beyonce and she made a oh, whole okay. little sexy little video about it. I like that video. <laughs> but um, I have noticed her wearing a little bit more clothes and mm. being a little bit more. I don't want to say she's like formal. Yeah. But she might be, to your point, hearing the criticism about her just shaking ass and doing nothing else. So that could be yeah. what this project's going to be. I, I don't know. I, I hope this don't be her downfall, man. You know how some people yeah. start, ah, you know, I ain't really for it now. Like, I want to hear the ratchet <laughs> shit. <laughs> this my, I made this album for yeah, me. Yeah, she's trying to be you know, positive now. My personal album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she going to make a fucking Keep Your Head Up part two next. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now to my theory. About why Megan Thee Stallion's career moves are kind of odd and she's not as big as she should be. I did some research. I looked up and uh, our good friend Carl Crawford, 
Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. The ESG podcast. But still up. We got to get him on shit. here again. Yeah, it's we, probably over with now. He, with Carl Crawford? He moving. Yeah, he's been think, moving a lot. He is, but I think we can. Okay. I think we can. I think he's still like a down-to-earth dude, man. Yeah. We might be able to get him on. But I saw he was on Slim Thug's podcast. Slim mm-hmm. Thug, I forget the name of his podcast. It's a good one, though. It's kind of a roundtable-like atmosphere. And Carl Crawford was on it. And he was talking about Megan Thee Stallion. And he divulged some things I didn't really know, uh, mainly being the fact that she is trying to get out of her contract with him. Mm. He's the head of 1501 Certified Damn. Records. You know, he kind of found her. Yeah. He kind of put her Pushed on the map. Yeah. And she's trying to get out of her contract. Mm. And he spoke about this because, you know, he is getting approached, I think, 300 also it kind of like co-signed her to or have her in record deal as well. And he talked about the fact that, you know, he realizes that things change and you have to renegotiate contracts, mm-hmm. meaning that she's bigger. You know, she's getting on a bigger national platform. So the deal he had with her before, of course, you renegotiate with things change. But he was saying that she's just trying to get out. She don't want to renegotiate. Yeah, she at wants all. to get they're trying to get her out of that his, the contract with him. Mm. And he's saying, nah, you can't just walk. Yeah. Like, you you gotta nah. I think he, she has a four album deal with fifteen oh one. Oh shit. So he's like, no, we can renegotiate. But you can't just leave. I'm not. Yeah, that's yeah. saying goodbye to what? How many millions? A lot of money, man. <laughs> yeah. And and the fact is, like he was he was there in the beginning, helping yeah. put her on. I'm not saying she's only famous because of him, but yeah. I'm saying like when Big O Freak hit, that yeah. was a collaborative effort with everybody with that label too. So you got to give them credit too. Yeah. But um, and to be fair, this is only going coming from his side. Because yeah. she hasn't spoken about this publicly. Yeah. I'm just going off of what Carl Crawford said on this podcast. But he also went in and basically said that, um, so she's trying to get out, and the lawyers are really pressing him, making him come up with all the paperwork, you know. It, but I don't think they realize he had baseball money. Yeah. You know, so he can actually fight it. If it was anybody else, they probably would have just said, okay, just walk. I hear it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But she, she has lawyers coming at him, people trying to get her out of this contract and he's like no I have all the paperwork signed everything's legit over here (laughs) you can't just leave he also said that the deal with Rock Nation was done without his notice Mm -hmm. and he says that that was done to help get her out of the contract as well Yeah, the management deal of Rock Nation Mm. so I think a big part and also if you read into it she's doing these albums under different personas Mm. The last one, Fever, was like Lady Snow or whatever. This one has another persona called Sugar or something, mm. you know. Damn. So I think what she's on the low trying to do is have these come out, but they're not real Megan Thee Stallion albums. They're like just building up to, I think, what she's done with this four-album deal. She'll release the actual yeah, full-on okay. project. Okay. And these ones, I'm not saying they're mixtapes. They're supposed to be albums. Yeah. She can't call them mixtapes. Projects. But the reason why we're not seeing the huge music videos, the yeah. national radio play, we're not seeing her just on the reason Cardi why B she's not as big as she exactly. is. Exactly. Okay. 
because her label is probably trying to get her to get these albums out as quick as possible. Yeah. And then they gonna they put probably it on like that that's the only way we could do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, I think like what she doing is not wrong, but it's no way you could just walk away scot free like that. Because yeah. look at um, the situation with Future and um, Rocco. Rocco, yeah, yeah that was, I, I think that was pretty much the same problem. Mm-hmm. Be- Future got bigger than what everybody thought, and you know he was kind of held back a little bit. And Rocco, like, no, nah, you was my artist. I'm not let like <laughs> any business person. You're not about to let that person walk away yeah. and get more money. And to be fair, I think that's more of the other label. So it's probably. Um, Three, uh, who she signed with? Three hundred. Yeah, they probably want to do more with her, and they, yeah, they trying to get all these lawyers. They, they don't want to split the pie with anybody. Yeah, and they have to split it with him. Uh huh. And it's harder than you know they thought. So they like, damn. So maybe you got to put out something. So, but um, yeah, I mean that's how it goes all the time. Though artists get big and they go to a bigger label. So um, I mean it's not wrong. At what she's doing, but like I said, you can't walk away just scot free. Say, yeah. "Hey, let me go, so I can do bigger things without you." Like that's even with a job. If you sign, if you sign the contract with a job, they and you know you want to just walk away to a better job. They're not about to let you walk away that easy. And I mean, they want something out of it or anything. So yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And to his point, like, he never really blamed her. I think really it's more the people around her, you know, yeah. and the label people, like you said. He said they really don't talk. Mm. They don't really talk at all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think they're trying to do him dirty because he's not – he's kind of new to the record business. Yeah. And he did it as, like, a passion thing, you know. He put up his own money to do it. And I think he thinks they're trying to jerk him around just because he's new to the business. It's a and they're dirty trying to, game. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to bully him out. Mm-hmm. But he's like, nah, you know, he's standing tall. So he got that hundred forty million. Exactly. Man. <laughs> nah, he has money to fight, man. Yeah. So he's not going to go down and just roll over. Yeah. But from what I and like I said, this is all according to his point of view. I kind of, I kind of, I, I, sh- I guess we should have seen it a minute ago because he he been posting the female artists. Yeah. Um, months ago. I mean, months ago, probably back in the uh, late summer, and um. I ain't want to say this was a shot towards Meg, but it was weird that he was like promoting this female artist, like, yeah, she's yeah. the next big thing. And I was just like, hmm, I wonder <laughs> what's going on. And yeah. then the whole um, Rock Nation deal came mm-hmm. through. And then I, I, I think I see him tweet or say something saying, you know, uh, I ain't never lose my yeah, artist. Yeah, he said something like, I ain't sharing shit or something like that. Yeah, he said, he said something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I knew it, it was something right there, but. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not surprising she trying to get out the deal because yeah. I know whenever she do get out the deal, she if she still is hot, if she still hot, she a, she a skyrocket. They'd yeah. probably, we'd probably see more of her and, you know, she'd probably be, you know, they'd probably be spending way more money on it too. Yeah, I think so. And, um, yeah, I, I did peep that, but he explained to the podcast too that he had no idea about the Rock Nation deal until we found out, you know, until everybody yeah. found out. And that's when he knew. And he was like, what's going on here? And he found out later on they were trying to get him out the contract too. Damn. So, 
I mean, I don't I don't want to paint her as a bad guy and him as a good guy because I think it's more complicated than that. I think but, it's all the business yeah. side. They, I mean, I don't know their relationship before, so maybe they didn't really have a relationship. But yeah, it's probably all labels type of stuff, man. Yeah, and, and be fair, they should come up with something where he at least gets some type of percentage. Because I think Rocco, I think they came to agreement where they get some. Rocco gets something with Future. Yeah, it's it's probably not a a, a shit ton of money or nothing like that, but they got to come to some type of agreement. He did help her, you know, in that first part of her career. Definitely. So yeah, there's no way she could just walk away for free like that. Yeah, and I would if the industry was more kind towards you know independent labels then I think this wouldn't be a big deal. If this was like the 90s with Master P, it yeah. wouldn't be. But the game is different now, man. It's a lot yeah. more cutthroat. And it was cutthroat back and then. She, and but. she rolling with like major deals, too. Mm-hmm. It's not like she trying to go to QC or something like that. Exactly. And him and, you know, dude over there, um, Coach K, come up with some type of agreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just trying to snatches artists pretty much basically man it's a dirty game but uh so yeah this is the type of shit that made me not want to rap though because um you know as a young hungry rapper who you know keep it real don't have no money mm-hmm. the first person you come up to and say hey you you want to sign to my record deal you're gonna be like hell yeah and they gonna push you and push you and once you get to that moment man it's it's you're gonna go through shit like this yeah and it's man, this shit don't like. I don't see why people want to jump in the rap game. How they why they want to rap, man? This I don't know, man. This it's kind of scary. It really is, man. And I remember talking to Carl, and uh, he was basically saying how he was having trouble finding anybody who would sign it because even though he has baseball money, you know, he would definitely be able to push any artist. I think a lot of. Houston, not even just Houston, but people in nationwide, they feel like you got to be in Atlanta to blow up. Yeah. You got to be with certain labels to blow up. You got to be with that major yeah. to blow up. You can't be yeah. with no dude named Carl Crawford, even that's, though he has the money to do it. Yeah, that's crazy, it man. It really is, man. Like, I wish I ran into somebody like a Carl Crawford back when I was heavy in the rap. Yeah. Because... Like I, one thing I know, I know we going way f- far away from this, but the one thing I know is about up and coming artists, they want everything the rapper got, but like all that shit don't even matter. Like it don't matter what you wearing, it don't yeah. matter about this video, that video, all this other stuff. Like if you got the product and you ready, and you just uh, all you need is the promotion. Like once you got the promotion and you know paying DJs to play your shit, let's be real because they don't play your shit for free. Mm-hmm. As long as you network and um, give DJs money to play your shit, like that's all you really need. But all these other people looking for these fancy studios, yeah. They um they trying to get they trying to buy features mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like no features don't mean shit for real, man. I I was around people that was trying to buy um. Like features from some dudes in Atlanta that that don't nobody really know but people in Atlanta, and it's like man that shit ain't about to make you take off. Yeah, people like I was sitting around people squaring up and down like oh if we get um uh, skip of the flip on this song <laughs> like like it's over it's, yeah. like we about to be on they gonna have to play our shit. It's just like it's more than that. Yes, like they won't play your shit unless you 
unless you pay them or you got some type of relationship with Only them. somebody like a Drake has the power to make somebody a star off a feature. Yes. Anybody less than that, you ain't you ain't moving no units off that alone. Yes. And this like I said, people ain't doing shit for free, man. Yes. Like people people need to I hope any young rapper listening to this, people don't do shit for free. You got to build some type of relationship mm-hmm. and you got to pay some type of way. It's a give and take, man. <laughs> yeah, just like you won't do shit for free. You ain't you ain't about to let nobody, you know, <laughs> get a verse for free or all type. Like, ain't nobody doing shit for free. Yeah, and sadly, I think that's a culture thing in Houston now. I've talked to a few young artists and they all kind of feel the same way. They feel like Houston artists don't support each other. They feel like it's really cutthroat here, and they feel like you got to move away to make it, basically, yeah. which is way different from when it used to be in the 90s with the DJ Screw, Screwed Up Click movement, yeah. Switch yeah. House movement. We used to run the culture, and now people feel like you got to run away from the culture to make it. Yeah. Chase that Atlanta sound, basically. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. man. It's, cr- it's crazy. It's crazy to think that people got to move from Houston to get somewhere. Yeah. And me, I'm like, damn, people need to move to Houston because it's – it's more to work with. Like coming from Cleveland, there's no record labels, there's no Carl Crawfords, there's no um um uh, what's his name? Um uh, shit, I'm blanking on his name. The guy that discovered Drake. Oh, uh, uh Jay Prince? Yeah, there's yeah. no Jay Prince, there's no Jay Prince Jr., there's no Scarface. Like there's none of that. So people out there looking up to local rappers, that's mm. you know, that's not really all that. So it's just weird that people from Houston who got all of this, <laughs> all of this shit, they got two radio stations, they got all type of resources trying to move to little ass Atlanta yeah. and try to do what they're doing. I don't, I don't get it, man. Yeah, I don't either, man. I hope there comes a time when there's more unity in a city, but we'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah. It's just hard to call them types of things yeah anything else you listened to recently man um I, i've been listening to money bag yeah i meant to bring this up last week mm-hmm. but um his album i forgot the name of it but it's new oh time served mm-hmm. this is probably one of my favorite albums of the year so far okay it's it's, it's really good and um he kind of got that memphis he, he he sound like a young Dolph a little bit yeah so um yeah i've been listening to that project a lot it's pretty good. I like Money Bag Yo, man. I always thought, I think, I guess he blew up a little more, and now he's known for being Megan Thee Stallion's ugly boyfriend or something. <laughs> but, like, I liked his music. I wasn't even surprised when I found out they were dating. Honestly, really? nah, yeah. because yeah. I'm like, okay, I mean, he's a dope rapper. Yeah. I felt it wasn't like she was dating gutta gutta. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was cool with it, but everybody yeah. else, was, they didn't know who he was, I guess, so they were surprised. Yeah. But whatever. Um. So we got a few topics, man. I'm thinking about what's one of these goofy ass shits I want to talk about first. <laughs> I guess we got to talk about the fucking Orlando Brown and Nick Cannon oh, thing, God. man, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Orlando Brown is talking greasy again about somebody. Um, this one, this time it's Nick Cannon and I can just fucking play this nasty ass audio. If you want to hear what this man had to say about the great <laughs> Nick Cannon. Oh, don't worry about Nick. Nick. Okay. Look, fine. 
Fine, okay? You want me to tell everybody? You want me to let everybody know what that? Okay, fine. Nick, I'll let you suck my dick. Okay? Fine, I said. I let Nick suck my dick. And, <laughs> and I liked it. It was okay. Fine. Nick, you sucked my dick. But everybody knows you did it as a female. But Nick, you sucked my dick. I don't want to say that. You know? <sighs> Nick been sucking dick. <laughs> Nick, you know All right. you been sucking dick. All right. He, he, kept, he kept on saying that for like 20 more seconds, and we ain't got to hear no more. Um, number one, he was saying this in front of like what looked like a Target or something, <laughs> some kind of supermarket, <laughs> which lets you know he was probably tripped out of his mind. Yeah. But... <sighs> I mean, I'm not. There were some things I was. Do you think it's true or no? I I, look (laughs) in Hollywood, man. I think anything is possible. Mm. People are saying, like, I don't understand when these rumors come out. People are saying, no, there's no way, no way, no, no way, not Nick Cannon. How do you know not Nick Cannon? You don't know what type of life this man leads just because he act one way in uh, on TV. Yeah. So honestly, man, I'm not saying this is true, but. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I can't mm. believe Nick Cannon did. And and he was when he said not as a man or as a female, I didn't get what the fuck was going on there either. If he was cross dressing or what. Mm. But um, enough of that. Yeah. Nick Cannon did have a response. <laughs> he responded on Instagram. And this is why I kind of think it might be true. Because Nick Cannon wrote a fucking novel. Oh, shit. <laughs> and if all he had to do was just say, that boy bullshit, and he know I didn't do that. But he wrote an Instagram. First off, he posted the story um, on his Instagram. He mm. said, Orlando Brown claims Nick Cannon gave him oral sex. And Nick Cannon wrote a fucking book <laughs> in reply. He said, when I first saw this, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, laughing while crying emoji, uh, dick emoji, eggplant emoji, squirt emoji. I don't know why you put those emojis in there, but okay. (laughs) And then he said, but then after putting a little cognitive effort and analytical thought, okay, T.I., to the situation, (laughs) I figured what a great opportunity for a teachable moment. First off, let me say I am praying for the young brother Orlando, even though I don't really know him personally. That was a lie because people brought up the picture of, that they took together a few years ago. So you kind of did know him. Yeah. But then he also said, I have always loved and enjoyed his talent um, and have been a fan of his past work. He was fucking brilliant and major pain and had us all laughing on that. So Raven. <laughs> But this is another crucial example of when we allow our young artists to be prematurely exposed by this demonic business and left out to fend for themselves. We need better support systems for our youth and take care of our own. I watch various of this young brother's videos and all I see is a cry out for help. So I don't know if there are any real leaders or solid individuals in this young man's life, but let's embrace him and tighten him up so he doesn't become another lost victim to these Hollywood circumstances. (laughs) I indeed believe this brother has the God-given talent to be on Wild and Out, but this definitely ain't the way to audition. This actually hurts my heart to see that we have allowed Orlando. God damn. Yeah, he. This is too long to fucking read. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um. So it sounds like he's trying to help him out, I guess. But my thing is like, 
why post this? Why, yeah. why say, whoa, does this man have any leaders in his life? Why, why, why don't you why reach don't you out to him? Go, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. The, the fact that he went through such a length to preach yeah. and bring up God when yeah. these allegations came out makes me say, like, okay, I'm not saying it's true. <laughs> but I look at it a little more skeptically now. Like may, maybe Orlando ain't lying. Yeah, I I agree with you. But the the only question I have is, like, why him? Like, I mean, I'm I'm not sitting there saying Orlando wasn't a huge star, or nothing like that. But I ain't think he was all that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I felt like Nick was a guy that would. I don't want to. I ain't trying to say here call him gay, but I felt like he'd get somebody better, right? Nick Cannon. Yeah. Like I'm out of okay. all people. So you're saying uh, if Orlando he was, Brown is so the saying one that's saying, was, "Oh yeah, he sucked my dick." Like out of all man. people, this the one <laughs> you've been well, accused with. Look, man. I, <laughs> that's I, that's I, my I, only question. I, I'm not gonna speak to the fact that he could have got a better looking man to suck his dick. I mean, I guess, but <laughs> you don't know if he did this thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like I said. No, Orlando said it like he was on some pimp shit. Like, yeah, yeah you know, I ain't go like like if it was some type of lame ass girl. Yeah. Like, I ain't gonna lie, she sucked my dick. That was it. <laughs> That's how you were putting across. But it's yeah. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is a. a like a huge part of the industry. Well, we don't know what time period this happened in. Yeah, that's what I was Nick saying. Nick Cannon wasn't was, always a huge star. Yeah, but when was the last time Orlando was a star? Was he? He had to be. What? How? How old is he now? I don't know, man. He, because he, I, was he a kid or <laughs> teens? So, do do you believe it or not? Um, uh, I don't believe this one. Okay. But I'm not saying Nick Cannon never. Uh, I'm not saying oh he's not yeah. gay at all. Like <laughs> there's no I don't know. Way he's in, in the industry, so yeah. it's it's probably a ninety <laughs> percent chance. <laughs> but um, I don't believe it coming from Orlando all right. because he's he said a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> but this one is just funny. I thought it was kind of funny too, man. Um, <laughs> but I also agree that Orlando Brown probably needs help. But I don't like when these celebrities call for us to help them out. Like, who the fuck? What are yeah, we supposed to do? Same thing with Delonte Del- West, yes, man. Yes. I just remembered that, too, thank God. But um, the, the Delonte West thing, with all these athletes, former players, talking yeah. about he needs our help. Nigga, what the who fuck are us? we supposed yeah, to do? Right. You probably have his contact information. Yeah. You can at least if, reach out to him. Y'all if, been If anything, they need to be talking to other NBA players. Yes. Their co-workers saying, Hey, let's get together and let's build a pot or something like that and let's try to get this man some help because he was a part of our company. Now, are you are you ready for conspiracy theory time? Yeah. Love it. Da-da. Now. <laughs> Do you think that the Delonte West situation is LeBron James' revenge? Uh, his whole situation, where he at? What now? he's doing right now? Because uh, I, I, I would feel like look, being LeBron's teammate. Number one, we have to basically admit that Delonte West probably did sleep with LeBron's mom at this point. Yeah, yeah. So knowing that, I kind of feel like. 
LeBron should have to say something, being that this is your former teammate. You've always spoken up for the players, and he hadn't said a word about this. Mm -hmm. And he's all about player rights and player safety and taking care of players and teammates. So the fact that he's been silent, the Mm. fact that he's probably, I imagine him like, you know, doing the Birdman like, hand oh, well. rub yeah. <laughs> when he heard this news. Yeah. Do you think that I'm not saying LeBron caused this, but he might be part of the reason it, why Delonte ended up on his ass like this? I think, I think that whole situation in Cleveland with the whole sleeping with his mom. I think that did have some type of part with it because he, uh, you know, he ended up gone. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he left right around that time, but. Um, since then, he kind of been bouncing around. But to be fair, he did he did play in Dallas for a little bit. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was at the Cleveland. It was over. Yeah. But um, he, he did mention how he was he was diagnosed with um what um bipolar. Yeah. So I think he did have problems all along, but. I just think this is a case of hanging with the wrong people and you know not being on your medicine and. The NBA, I, I don't want to say the NBA blackballed them, but they probably look was like, I don't, you know, I don't want to deal with that. I think he got hey, LeBron I balled. Just, I, he could, yeah. I think people said, look, if you talk to that nigga, you can't come to the house parties no more. You can't come to none of my events if you in any way affiliated with Delonte West. Man. And it was like, Anderson Verjad, what you going to do, man? <laughs> <laughs> so they, they cut him off, too. I, I think, uh, like I said, I do think that played a part with his career going downhill, but I don't think that was the major thing. Oh, yeah, I don't I think we can go back and say that was why he's where he's at now. I think that was the start of it. <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 really sad because um, just thinking of somebody making millions in the NBA to that, because we've seen a lot of people go broke. Mm-hmm. It's quite often we see a lot of NBA players who make millions go broke. Yep. But this was just another level, man. It's, it's really sad. It's really sad. And I think the NBA should some players out like fuck LeBron. Like if he mm. if he f- still feel better, but some NBA players gotta come around. And I'm not just talking about money or that type of thing, but I think. The NBA, you know, as a brand, should just come around and get him the help like that. Get him the help he need because is because soon. I mean, if he if he was to pass away or die or something like that, it was killed. The NBA would suck be sucking all that up like, oh yeah, moment of silence for Dante West. They mm-hmm. play all these tributes. So if this man is uh, clearly needs help, y'all need to get together and help him some some type of way. Yeah. Now everybody don't want help. Like you know, I don't know his yeah. situation. Some people say, nah, I don't want to rehab some you know, I've I've been there done that with people. But as an NBA, they do need to try to I think it'll look good for the NBA if they get together, at least try to get him the help he need. And get him at least get him on his feet. Yeah. And and the thing is, man, like some people I guess didn't know but if you have been following, like, it's been known for a while that he's been yeah. down bad for a minute, yeah. man. It, it, this one was probably the worst. Yeah. But he all, uh, it was always pictures of him floating around being yeah. homeless. Yeah, homeless, like, no clothes on, basically, like, yeah. looking real Tripping. scraggly. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I mean, it's real sad, man, like you said. I thought the cop was an asshole for recording it, too, because you could yeah. tell the cop was recording this shit, and he actually got, got in trouble for it, but who knows what the fuck that does. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the whole situation's sad, man. How, how you feel about people, uh, uh, I guess, retweeting the video, saying, oh, this is so sad, we need to do something, and I can't believe it just going like that. Do you, do you have a problem, problem with that? or Look, like... Some people were mad that the video was being shared. And yeah, I'm not a fan of anybody clout chasing. But at the same time, it's like nobody knows unless they we are visual yeah. creatures. Yeah. We need to see something to do it. Yeah. So we don't if somebody just said, man, Delonte West looks bad out here. You're naturally going to want to see like be like, wow, I haven't heard Delonte West in a while. Well, what's going on? Yeah. If you just describe it, it's not going to be as impactful as seeing it. Yeah. So we, we probably wouldn't be talking about it. Exactly. If, if the video wasn't shared. Exactly. The video is everything, man. Ray, we didn't think the Ray Rice shit was a big deal until we saw the video. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we, I I don't, yeah. And of course, people's motives for doing it are probably just to go viral and they plug their SoundCloud. Yeah. But I didn't have a problem with seeing the video. It wasn't like a murder was taking place, it was a dude who needs help. I just didn't like the fact that people were acting like, oh, I see a lot of you guys laughing and joking about the Delonte West video. I ain't seen not one person laughing. Anybody, man. Yeah. And I follow a few trolls too who be making fun of everything. I didn't see anybody making yeah. fun of that Delonte West videos. People got to chill out with that bullshit, man. Yeah, they they see one person and say, y'all keep... Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a straw man argument. <laughs> Same thing, and I know we getting off... This is the tangent episode, man. Hey, fuck, fuck it, it, man. We ain't got we, no news. Yes, we got a light topic low, so we gonna be on tangents all night. How long night. we been rolling for, like, what, 20 minutes? About a good 45 now, okay. man. So we gonna get into it. Yeah. But I hate how people will take one thing <laughs> that somebody does and blow it up into a y'all. Yes. <laughs> Janelle Hill, I'm looking at you now. Okay? Because if you've been following the whole drama uh, with Gabrielle Union and America's Got Talent, apparently she quit the show because Jay Leno made a joke or something. There was discriminatory issues there, as she thought. Oh, she quit? Well, she was fired, okay. I think. She okay. was fired, but she was saying she was fired because um, I, I just got distracted by this fucking Jasmine tweet. She said, Roddy's a guitar player, has a ski mask on, and I am living. Why are you tweeting at the fucking show? <laughs> it must not be that lit. Is she tweeting through it? But whatever. Or she might not be lit. Maybe not. Um, but anyway, so I'm talking about Jamel Hill. So the whole thing with Wait, real quick, she just texted us and saying, uh, it's crazy to be sober and really paying attention to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah she, wait a minute she said I know we should be doing this but she said I know I'm still young but the youth is pretty sad these kids are drugged the F out <laughs> it's crazy to be sober and really paying attention to them what do you expect at a Roddy Rich show lol that's when I'm gonna respond oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jasmine getting woke yeah she gonna come back like uh, 
she gonna come back with a kufi on <laughs> and fucking uh, African colors. You know about. she get. You know you get know when you start talking about these young kids. <laughs> when you start talking the about these kids are sad. She been listening to a lot like of J. You, Cole lately. You are one of these young kids. <laughs> <laughs> you with the Astro yeah. world. <laughs> she gonna be twenty seven this year, man. She she has yeah. to start saying these kids now. Yeah. She almost thirty. She have to slow down on them yep. festivals. Yep. <laughs> um. So yeah. Shout out to Jasmine. But anyway. So, um, the whole thing about America's Got Talent, apparently, uh, Terry Crews, who I didn't even know, because I don't watch the fucking show, I didn't know he yeah. was even on it, yeah. but apparently there was a headline where he said, like, the, the show's been the best he's ever been on since she left. Mm. And so, Jamel Hill, <laughs> the woke warrior herself, <laughs> tweeted that, and also tweeted the fact that apparently, um... Gabrielle Union stood up for Terry, uh, Terry Crews when he uh, accused that guy of grabbing his dick at a party and said he was sexually assaulted, which I still think is funny. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> That's hilarious. You, you got all that mess for no reason. But anyway, so uh, she tweeted all that stuff with Gabrielle Union saying uh, he su- she supports Terry Crews after he accused the agent of sexual assault. And uh, Jamel said it's beyond disappointing. Terry Crews could have spoken to his experience without going overboard to discredit its uh, Gabrielle Union. By the way, I didn't have to know Terry Crews or see what happened to him to support him. Sadly, black women are used to this. <laughs> so basically, she's saying that since Terry Crews is not supporting Gabrielle Union after she got fired off the show, that, you know, it's just something black men do to black women all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> black women are used to not being supported and not I'm like wait how many people were on her side when she had the problems with ESPN and got yes. suspended and all that shit yes. how many black men came to her side and said nah that shit's wrong yeah. nah get black like come on man her yeah. of all people to be saying this shit she been the only person that been uh, talking about the Gabrielle Union shit too yes. I ain't seen nobody else talk about it like that <laughs> I've seen a few call it out but Janelle is like, she ever since she left ESPN, she's been more and more annoying to me, man. Because yeah. now all she does, I mean, I enjoyed the sports stuff, but now all she does is act like a female D-Ray, you know, mm, and only talk yeah. about social justice issues. And yeah. I don't think she's... She don't even talk sports no more. Not really. Except yeah. to talk, because her team is a 49ers, so she's happy they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. But she don't really talk sports at all. She's all about, you know, woke issues and Damn. I get if that's your lane that's cool yeah. but I don't like the finger pointing I don't like the end fighting I don't like the pitting black men against black women shit yeah I'm not here for that man so anybody that's the who does easy, that and that's it's that's one that's the one thing I hate about us somebody can do that and we could just go at it with yes. each other like it's so easy to put black people versus black people. Yes. Men versus black men versus black women. And this irritates that fucking um that fucking Tyler Perry movie put black men versus black yes. women. Like I ain't even see the fucking movie. <laughs> but it's like see men is always all black men always doing this. Or, oh, see black women is always I'm like, man, this is yeah. Yeah. They they blame black men for Trump winning too. Like we voted for the motherfucker. Like, come on, man. How are y'all? We and that's one of the biggest problems with I think especially recently race relations, man. Yeah. There's no unity. 
And you could argue we were probably never unified. Even in the 60s, Malcolm didn't like Martin and Martin didn't like Malcolm and all that shit. Yeah. But I feel like, especially now, it's so, like you said, it's so easy to divide us. Yeah. Black men versus black women shit. It's so weird, too, because um, this is one weird thing about women or black women. They will um, they will bash you and say, oh, niggas ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. They, they'll bash you, but when something bad happens, it's like, oh, we got to protect our black men. Yes. It's no, like, which one is it? I noticed it's only when niggas get killed by cops. Yes. That suddenly yes. If it's some type of racial yes. thing, yeah, then it's like, see, we got to stand up for our black men and yes. blah, 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 blah. But when some stupid, stupid ass nigga do some stupid shit, then it's like all these niggas yes. <laughs> doing the same shit. See, that's why I don't. Yeah, yes. see, that's why I want a white man from over in Europe. <laughs> it's just like, damn, like, which one is it? Yes. <laughs> like, I, and, and I know black, there's some black dudes who be talking shit too, but that's not all black dudes. Yes. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of crazy things said on both sides, man. Yeah. And to be fair, I do think a lot of black, especially younger black men, need to support black women a little bit more. I, I was agree. watching this video on it was like a uh, a college campus. People were going around asking, like, is there any race you wouldn't date and why? And <laughs> all the black women said, like, basically white men, you know, that and, you wouldn't yeah, date. that you wouldn't date. Okay. And the one that you would date the most or okay. wouldn't date the most. Uh, black women said they wouldn't date white just because, you know, it's for various reasons. Yeah. They didn't say because they dig small or something. They didn't say that at least. But um, a lot of the black, I'm not going to say a lot of the black men, but several black men said they wouldn't date black women and they would rather date white women. <laughs> and the reasons they were given was some <laughs> pathetic bullshit, man. So things like that. Like yeah. when I saw that video, I was like, okay, maybe y'all aren't all the way bullshitting about how the way some niggas view black women. Yeah. But overall, this type of generalization, especially like from Jamela Hill, who got a lot of support from black people when yeah. she was going through her own issues with yeah. the ESPN and the NFL. I felt like it was disingenuous and divisive for no reason. Yeah, J- just in general, man. It's good people, it's bad people. Like, all shapes, all sizes, all color. So, uh, that's the other thing I hate, too. How they generalize how, oh, black men don't never treat you good. White men treat you good. Yes. All this other shit. No, it's good black men, it's bad black men. It's good white men, it's bad white men. Yes. It's good Asian men, it's bad Asian men. Like, there's no one race that got nothing but good men or good women. So, I, I just hate when people, and everybody, do, to be fair, everybody do it. Mm-hmm. Some men do it, too. But um, that's just irritating, man. <laughs> it really is, man. It really is. But that's like the easiest way to go viral on social media is like shitting on black men. The yeah. second easiest is probably saying some goofy shit about black women, too. So, yeah, it's just annoying, man. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's funny how women it's funny how I, I say some women. But some women be like, oh, yeah, protect our black man. Yes. And then same breath. Man, these niggas ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. At least guys don't be like, oh, yeah, protect our queens. (laughs) Oh, these black bitches ain't shit. And blah, blah, blah. Like, at least you don't see that often like that. 
Yes. But um black straight men are the biggest cause of death for black women. Like what the fuck are you <laughs> basing that off that? of, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess if, a, if somebody comes up and robs and kills you, the <laughs> niggas ain't just all my all my male friends who have black girlfriends and wives are still they're both alive. <laughs> and yeah. nobody is seriously hurt each other. So yeah. our black men are toxic yeah. for black women. She's ridiculous, man. Yeah. I get sick of that shit. But anyway, like I said, this is the tangent episode of the show. Yeah, so we all over the few. place. Fuck it. <laughs> so um, other news that came down this week, man. Um, Chance the Rapper is going to host Punk. I guess they're bringing Punk back. Um, I don't oh, yeah. know what the show with Ashton Kutcher before. That was um, a pretty good show at that time. At during time, that time, yeah. yes. I think... Social media has made it pointless now. All of those shows is kind of pointless, yeah. man. Yeah. And then not to mention towards the end, it's kind of like, oh, this fake. They kind of yes. knew it. But during the first time, I'll probably say the first season around that time, that shit was hilarious. And the problem with me is you got to pick somebody better than Chance. Like, <laughs> I would watch it if Tar the Creator was doing it. Because yeah. I know he would really fuck with people and not care. Yeah. But Chance is too nice to yeah. really fuck with people. So I know if he's doing something actually nasty to somebody, that it must be staged and set up. Yeah. So he's just... I'm getting tired of Chance, too, by the way, man. <laughs> They're really trying to push him and make him happen. He's hosting the All-Star... or he's doing the All-Star game this year. Oh, shit. Performing and hosting and doing what the fuck ever. You know, perform hot showers. Yes. And he's also uh, on the Punk show. Yeah. And it's like, is Chance the Rapper really in this type of demand where everybody wants to see him do this shit? Nah. I, nah. I, I think he can do it, though, because... Uh, like I said, he was likable. Yeah. So he could do um, dip into the more of the um, TV entertainment stuff. But I don't know if people want to see him like that. I don't know if we like, oh, we got to see. We want to see Cardi B doing, you know, little shit like that. TV show, more TV and stuff like that. I don't know if we want to see Chance. <laughs> I don't know if people requesting to see Chance. Hell do no. So uh, I don't know. I say I actually seen that hot shower video for the first time uh, I a couple even days. Seen it. I, I didn't even know it was a video for yeah. it, and I forgot the baby was on it. And that first thing I was looking, it looked just like a the baby video. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, damn, he he and all of these characters, he's being stupid he's and all this other swag. stuff. Stealing yeah, and swag. the first thing I was thinking, I'm like, damn, did the baby produce this shit or something? It looked just like it. Or he jacking it. But I forgot he was actually on the song. So it probably was the baby's idea. It could be. Yeah. It could be Jack and Swag too. Who knows? <laughs> um I think that's the new deal too. That was um that was one thing I meant to bring up. I think in hip hop or rap videos, I think the new deal is to be funny and silly. Yeah, in these videos, it's not just thing. it's not just sitting on the car in front of uh, you know holding money and bitches you know around. I yeah. think I think the new thing is being funny as hell, just acting stupid in videos like like some like an old Buster Rounds video or Redman video. I think that's a welcome change, man. I think I'm glad he came along and and pushed the creative bar up a little bit. I, I like that, man. You know, like. It's good to laugh at a video. Remember mm. back when we used to find music videos funny? Yep. 
Like it's good. They used to, to have skits in the middle and in the beginning and shit and yeah, all this stuff. It was good. Yeah, it was, like you could actually, you know, see the story in the video. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh he about to go to her house and oh, oh. <laughs> it's just all this other shit. Re- remember the um the Pharrell Bust Rounds video, light your ass on fire. I forget what that one was about. Yeah, it was kind of like a I don't want to call it a Looney Tunes type of video, but mm-hmm. it was kind of cartoonish a little bit. Um, real bright. It, it was kind of funny. Dude yeah. came in and it, it was it was cool. Check it out. But I just missed those type of video. I'm glad those type of videos coming back. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think we need a reason because it's easy to forget that songs even have videos now. Yeah. So it was good that that kind of energy is coming back. And I also credit Drake for that too. I said it on the last podcast, but Drake has helped bring back that energy too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good for them. Um, so yeah, also that show Punked the Reboot is gonna be on QQueeby. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a mobile video platform. Mm. I don't know what the fuck that is. Is, is it part of the MTV? Or? I, I because, don't know. Uh, I know MTV owned the property, yeah, but I don't know what Queeby. I guess it's something they're trying to launch. Mm. I'm looking at his trailer and it's Meg the Stallion on it. And she's mm-hmm. going through some, I don't know, some goofy shit. Whatever. Anyway, if you like Chance, I guess you could watch it. But I'm MTV probably not going to see MTV has some legendary shit. shows back in the 2000s, They do. Man. Yeah, MTV Cribs. Yes. <laughs> Pimp My Ride. You can say what you want about Pimp My Ride, but <laughs> that show was interesting during that time. Funny thing about Pimp My Ride, I watched a video recently about somebody. <laughs> Have you seen that? Which somebody one? uh somebody on YouTube, I guess it's like a car YouTube series, mm-hmm. and somebody bought a car, a van that was on Pimp My Ride. Mm. And he showed the condition today. He bought it for eight hundred bucks. Oh shit. And it was all like tricked out, but it looked super ugly. Damn. And now it's like dilapidated and torn down and terrible. Yeah. Funny thing I didn't realize about that show, because I, I I guess we were all young and dumb. I thought they actually were tearing down the vehicle. And remade it. Mm. But he said, and I guess a lot of people didn't know probably, they would actually, they would show you them tearing down and scrapping the old vehicle, but they would actually buy a new one Mm. and refit that one. Oh, I didn't know that. So they weren't actually rebuilding a car. They were taking a new car and just putting extra paint and shit on it, basically. Wow, I didn't know that. And that kind of ruins the concept to me, honestly. Yeah, I heard a couple different stories, too. I heard the other story I heard was all they did was paint the old car and all that shit and don't do nothing to the car where the car was still fucked up. It just looked good. It was pretty much a lemon. Yeah. That was the other thing. Maybe, yeah, damn, that's... That yeah. kind of suck. Nah, they would get a whole new car. Like with this one, they it was like a Plymouth van. But the old one was super old with a bunch of miles. They would get a new one with low mileage and just re, refix that one. Damn. That's, so, yeah, it kind of ruins the con- purpose. Exactly. Basically, yeah, you're just checking anybody, out a new car. Yeah. So, that was interesting. It was also interesting how like the, all the tacky shit they put in there, man. Fish tank. Fish tanks. They yeah. put fucking... 15 subwoofers in this shit. Hey, Video screens in a trunk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you see how cheesy it look? Yeah, it's it cheesy bad, as man. fuck. Man, all the corny ass sound effects. Yes. 
And um, just looking at the clothes they was wearing, the yes. exhibit. <laughs> remember they exhibit uh, left and they tried to put Chameleon there on there? Yeah, I never saw that oh, one, man. man. I didn't you know that until that. You, you told me. Yeah. I never thought, I never knew he was on Pit My Ride. Oh, they they replaced him with the nigga with braids. They thought that could work. That's hilarious. But uh, I mean, I get it because uh, Commander actually did used to fix up cars. Him yeah. and Paul Wall. Yeah, but he but, wasn't. A car person, yeah. and you had to have that person. That exhibit had that personality. Yeah, yeah. he would sell he you was, on it, man. Yeah, he he kind of made the show for real, for yeah. real. Just by and he wasn't nothing but the host. But, I wonder uh, what exhibit is doing right now, man. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a long time. Yeah, he still looked the same though. That's cool. Yeah, uh, we we need a, a reboot on exhibit. How about that? Bring him back. Yeah. Bring Pin My Ride back. Fuck it, man. And make I, it just as tacky as it was back then. I yeah. watched that shit. Yeah. I try to think of what was the other good MTV shows. I like that library show, Silent Library for some I reason. I never saw that. I think that was after I had cable. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> or after yeah. I lost cable. Yeah, I know you heard of it though, the uh where they be in a fake library and all that shit and you they be doing stupid shit and mm-hmm. you can't laugh or you can't be loud. I think I heard of that, but I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, that was like that's a movie you gotta watch when I mean not a movie, but a show you gotta watch when you bored mm-hmm. and you'll be cracking the fuck up. Man, it's just dumb shit. <laughs> you know, one show I really liked, um, that fake ass Blair Witch show where a mm. bunch of kids would go and like be in a haunted house for mm. a night and they would have handheld cameras. It was called Fear, I think, or something. I think I know what you're talking about. Whereas like a bunch of kids would just sit in a and all this shit would start coming out and they see hear noises. It was like the Blair Witch Project, the movie, but, but like a TV, a TV show series. version. Yeah. yeah, I thought that show was funny. It used to creep <laughs> me out when I was a kid, man. Um, yeah. Other MTV shows, man. True Life was really dope. I True love Life. True Life. Mm. Um, Cribs, MTV Cribs. Cribs was dope. You know, it was also another fake ass show when you realize yeah, all that shit was fake. Their house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, MTV had some good shows back in the they day, did, man. man. They Damn. did, man. Damn. <laughs> Miss those days. Yeah. Um also speaking of TV shows, a DJ Screwed TV show is being produced. Mm. Um the trailer recently released. Um I need to see what channel. I don't think it's any mainstream channel. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be on Yeah, it didn't say oh, like a man. network or nothing yeah. like that. May, I don't know if they still shopping it around or to be continue or something, but I'm looking right now. There's no premiere date, and I don't see any channel, mm. so I don't know what it's gonna Th- be on. Honestly, um, watching the trailer, it looked like it wasn't a, a major big company. Yeah, shot it. it looked like somebody with a good camera, like just a normal um, video producer shot that. Just because you could tell, like an actual. A big company who shot a a, a trailer, a movie yeah. trailer, or something like that. It seemed like somebody with a good camera, like that's uh, probably the best video guy in, in whatever city shot that. And you know that's not a knock or nothing like that, but seeing that, it kind of looked like it probably won't be on a VH1 or maybe they trying to get it on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. Maybe it working could on something be, like that. To your point, honestly, it. I, 
I think they might just be shopping it around. It might yeah. not even be done yet. Mm. But um, maybe they were trying to see, maybe jump up some social media interest in it because a lot of people are interested in it now. Yeah. Um, it looked, I mean, acting wise, it looked okay. It didn't look like some bootleg shit. I, and see, that, that's to my point. Um, I always made this point on this podcast. We got the whole New York story. We got the whole LA story. We got Atlanta story. Like, I want to see a Houston story, yeah. man. It, like, I kind of got chills watching that. I'm not even from Houston. Mm-hmm. But I got chills just watching that, how they uh, look like they're going to bring in the whole North versus the South beef. Yeah. And just the slang and all that shit. Like, what's going down and all that stuff. Like, I want to, I think, I think the world need to see something like that. Because I feel like Houston always being looked over yeah. as far as hip hop. The first thing people say, is, oh yeah, DJ, every, that's like the popular answer. That's like saying, Tup- oh yeah, I, I like Tupac whenever you mention hip hop. Yeah. People say DJ Screw, but you got to look at the whole, the, just the whole culture to me, man. And I agree, the impact man. he had. And I don't think it's not just DJ Screw, I think the entire South has yeah. stories that we, I mean, there's so many, man. We can yeah. talk about. Master P and No Limit. That mm-hmm. could be a whole mini yeah. series. Yeah. We can have an outcast movie about their them and their come up, Dungeon Family, all that's like there's yep. so many stories to be told in the South, man. These yeah. independent movements that came up from nothing rap a lot. Yeah. So much, man. Yeah. And it's about time I'm glad that this is being put out and hopefully yeah. it starts a trend just, of Southern. Cause we've all seen NWA, yeah. Biggie and Pac, and no more Biggie and Pac movies, man. Yeah. We've seen Please. enough. Yeah. Or documentaries. Yes. We've seen enough Biggie and Pac. Let's go yeah. on to it's, some. No more. other way you can slice this pie. <laughs> For real. They did a story about after they died and who killed them. So enough yeah. with these stories, man. Yeah. We got so many more hip hop stories yeah, to tell. Just, so. Yeah, so, yeah so, like I said, that trailer looked good, man. It's good to see a different setting. Yeah. Good to see, you know, seeing Houston, seeing slabs and stuff like that. Like, like I, I think people need to know about these stories and how important they are, how important um, Pimp C... I guess uh, did he get yeah how he got the south and the north together or uh, how the song breaking breaking those down yeah, yeah like people need to know that yeah like a lot I'm guarantee a lot of people don't know the story like that that's true man mm, um, pe- people want to hear more about how Pimp C kind of didn't want to get on Jay Z song yep EGK story <laughs> man yeah. so and the rest was too. yeah the rest is history yeah you end up getting on it yeah. I think I think the world need to hear more shit like that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's known down here, but like a lot of people don't know that shit. A lot of people think it was just oh Jay Z got UGK on the song. Yeah, no, um, nigga, he ain't want to get on that song at first. Mm-hmm. He felt like it was too commercial or whatever reason. So. It's not even just that, man, because I was just thinking, too, like, okay, we've seen the Wu-Tang story. We've seen documentaries on that. I want to see a Bone Thug story. Yeah, I would love to see that. I want to see how they came together, man, because we all kind of know about Wu-Tang. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows Wu-Tang, but Bone Thugs, that's kind of a less told story, man. They've been through a lot of shit, man, especially Busy Bo. I would love to see that. uh, I think Busy Bo uh, coming up with a movie. Oh, really? Yeah, on his life. That's because cool. you know, remember he was kidnapped yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, he was on America's Most Wanted. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, Bone Thug's story would be good too. Definitely, man. We need mm-hmm. to see stuff like that. So hopefully, we'll see that soon. Yeah, and it starts to trend. Yep. 
Um, I guess we could talk about it. Let's bring in our official sports sound. <laughs> killer, killer, dipset, uh-huh. Check my stats, man. 78 I got no. to be the best living, man. You already know. Uh, like Alex Trebek, you're in jeopardy. Yes, sir. We got I gotta bring back the dipset sports center beat <laughs> whenever you talk about sports, man. Cam, man, people can't say Cam wasn't the flies, man. Oh, no, hell no, man. Especially at this time, yeah, early 2000s. Man. Yeah. You already know, man. 78 and no, man. You know, I ball all day long. Call me Mr. Sports Center. Like, just his whole swag was crazy, man. He could jump on any. I've never seen any rapper who could just jump on any beat. No matter how good. He could jump on that was, the corniest 70s TV show beat. That was and, and that was Cam. Man. That's the thing yeah. about it. And he, I think he can still, I think he still do that type of shit too. It'd be some type of pop song. He'd just loop it up and just rap over a Madonna beat. <laughs> and that's him, though. Yep, man. He had that swag, man. But yeah. um, sports, man. We usually don't like I said. It's not a sports podcast. We usually don't really get into it. But fuck it, we can get into it today, man. We we ain't got a shelf. We should start about. doing more sports shit. We should, man. Well, I yeah. think we say that for our, when I, it's just me and you. <laughs> I felt, I felt because with me doing sports Monday through Friday, I feel like I hear the same shit all the exactly. time. Exactly. But I feel like whenever me and you talk sports, it's like, damn, yeah, <laughs> like shit start making sense. It's not the political correct yeah. type of talk. It's an uncut, unfiltered ginger <laughs> juice takes, man. Yeah. Uh, so shit, I know you a big fan of tennis, man. You seen your girl Serena get. Eliminated yeah. in the Australian Open. Yeah. Also, uh, Naomi Osaka, my girl, who I was rooting for, the defending <laughs> champion who beat Serena last year, mm. um, lost to Coco Golf. Golf. Yeah. Golf. Golf. Yeah. Um, they 15 60, years old. 15 year old girl who is just a beast right now, man. So, who do you think? Do you think Coco is the future of tennis? Do you think Naomi still is? Like, what? Where do you think? Because we let's number one. Do you think Serena is washed? Um, washed as far as what? Like, if uh, to say washed as far as you know, just dominating, sweeping to get into the finals, maybe. Okay. But washed as far as being a uh uh. uh a tennis, a, a woman's tennis player that's you know still kind of scary a little bit that people still kind of fear. I don't think so. Do you th- think people are still atim- intimidated of Serena? I don't think so, but I think when she do dominate, you can't really do nothing about it. That's true. Because she she's that much powerful. She's um, once she's on, she's on. But uh, I tell a lot of people when you watch her matches, people haven't really beaten her. She always beat herself. Yeah, she. It's always her doing the unforced errors. It's never people just flat out whooping on her. Mm-hmm. She she always beats herself, and once she once and, and I know this too. The older she gets, the more emotional she gets. Yes, so, I'm a mother. Yeah. <laughs> See, I lie. I'm a mother. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I think um, she get way too emotional. She get way too much in her head. Where once she started tripping a little bit, once she started, you know, whining a little bit to herself, the the match is kind of over. 
And all that other opponent have to do is just not make mistakes. Just stay in the game. Once they stay in the game, then you can beat her. But, um, yeah, I, but to answer your question, I wouldn't say she washed as far as, like, Venus. Mm-hmm. I think Venus is washed. Oh, yeah, she's been there for I a while. I think she's just in there chilling, man, just playing just to play collect the money. But um, Serena, she can still get to that um, championship, but she not really practicing as much as, you know, a, a regular tennis player is. She not playing in a lot of tournaments. She playing only in the major tournaments. So uh, it wasn't even shocking that she got put out the first round. First or second. I think it might have been second round. Serena? Yeah, Serena. Second, yeah. Yeah, second round. So, um, yeah, I think it's her, you know, yeah, age got something to do with She like 36, 37. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say she washed up. Like, she okay. need to hang it up. <laughs> because she <laughs> can still dominate. Years. But she not that it's uh like Serena, I wouldn't sit here and say, Oh yeah, she getting to the final. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she beating this unranked person. No, nah, I think people got a chance. No. But do you feel because I kind of feel this way, I kind of feel like people treat her with baby gloves, you know, because I, I look at her, people call Serena the GOAT. Yeah. The best to ever do it. Which I think is fair. But there are also people who think that LeBron is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Better than Kobe, better than Jordan, better than everybody. Yeah. If LeBron was being put out by the Indiana Pacers or the Toronto Raptors, it we would have a lot of, even though that's a team sport and he can only do so much as an individual player, we would be on his ass yeah. if he was getting put out by a 7-8 seed yeah. in the playoffs. But whenever Serena goes out in bad fashion to these no-name rank 30 players, like nobody ever treats her with those. I'm, I'm not saying they should bully her, but mm. like we nah, should expect more from it. Serena. Yeah, even I, if she's 36 years yeah. old. See, I think the correct argue or the correct comparison you should have did is Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Le- LeBron don't have Michael Jordan rings at all, so he go like people calling him the goat. It's pretty much saying he's better than Jordan, who got six raised and, and never lost in the finals. Yeah. So that's the argument right there. That's where people go argue. But Tom Brady lost to Tennessee, which was the uh, sixth seed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't win a division. Yeah. So uh, people not really saying, oh, yeah. I mean, people saying he washed up and old and all that stuff. But um, he still got how many rings? Six rings. Mm-hmm. And people still call him the GOAT. But um, as far as Serena, I think it's that same argument with Tom Brady. She got all on Grand Slam championships. She got all the wins and stuff like that. But it's kind of like, damn, she, you know, she lost. But she's still one of the greatest women's tennis players of all time. So it's not much. It'd be one thing if she only won, like, maybe 10. Let's say she won 10. And she wasn't even in the top three of women's. And people calling her the GOAT. Then it's kind of like, wait a minute. Nah, she didn't even get to this person. Or she always folded when it comes time mm-hmm. to this. But she been there, done that. She, her, The only thing she need to do is get that one to tie. The one mm-hmm. of the, of the most all time or take over for the most all time. But she ain't really got nothing else to prove. That's true. But my only issue is that 
we hold her to goat standards. And like I know people always bring up the fact that she had a uh, real bad pregnancy. Apparently she almost died at one point and she really hasn't been the same since. But I'm like, okay, I understand that, but you came back. So you on the court yeah, and we calling you the best to ever do it. You can't be going out like this. I think, I think the other thing is I think when you mentioned people kind of being baby, you know, baby in there a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think the one, I think a lot of people do it because she black too. Yeah, because yeah, if, good point. if they was to say, oh, no, nah, she suck and mm-hmm. nah, she washed up, she need to hang it up. They're going to be like, oh, look at them tearing down this black person. Yeah. If, if it was like, uh, what's her name? Billie Jean King. Oh, I forgot the name. Yeah. Billie. If she was to say something like that, then it's like, damn, no, nah, she, you know, she don't appreciate Serena yeah. and stuff like that. Ass. Yeah. So I think that's her. I think that's one of the problems why people don't really mention that. But. It's hard to say, you know, it's hard to really hold her accountable because she did everything. She got 20 or 23 of them. So, um, and then not to mention she 37. So, you know, what more can you say about a 37 year old, you know, get bounced out? Like mm-hmm. you lucky she's still even that competitive like that. That's true. So, um, I think that's one of the reasons people don't really rag on her like that, but I think a lot of people need to get out their brains that, oh, yeah, this is a Serena when she was 24 years old. Yeah. This is a totally different Serena now. Mm. She's still dominant. She can still be a dominating tennis player, but, like, you can't be shocked that she got beat by somebody you never heard of. Jordan on the Wizards, man. I got to <laughs> say. Yeah, it's, 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 it's even worse now. Because I know you were saying that for like two years, <laughs> but um, she still had something in the tank. Whenever she was she was getting hurt and stuff like that, but she still had stuff in the tank where she could get to the finals and yeah. pull one out. But um, I said it before last year. Um, this was in the U.S. Open when she lost to my girl Bianca Andreescu. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm telling you, this girl is badass. Everybody was like, oh, no, she ain't losing to Serena. But, or if she, if she ain't about to be Serena. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like mm-hmm. this girl, this girl a baller, and Serena a little older now, so Serena can't just zoom past her. Nope. So um, a- after that point, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's it's a little rough for Serena. She need to train different, or she need to slim down a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. know. Try to get quicker. Working that conditioning, but. Yeah, it's hard when you're 30 get, plus, man. Yeah, or get on that LeBron diet. Yeah, something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Sidebar, real quick. Uh, Rockets just beat uh, the Timberwolves. Westbrook had 45 points, 10 rebounds, six assists. His highest, or 10, 10 assists and six rebounds. His highest point total as a Houston Rocket. Um, I'm glad the Rockets are doing better. I haven't really watched the Rockets. Are they man. doing better? <laughs> they're they're whoa. Uh, they won the last two games. Yeah, okay. As of this podcast, yeah. uh, sidebar. By the way, I really like these throwback uniforms, man. <laughs> they do the throwback uniform night flashback Friday is what they call it. Okay. They use the old logo and they use the old. The team just looks a whole lot better in these colors, man. I wish they would just yeah. bring this back. Yeah. I wish they would be like the Chicago, the Chicago Bulls. Ain't never changed shit up. Yeah. Since the Jordan years, mm-hmm. they've been in the same uniforms. Yeah, I wish a lot of the classic franchises that looked really good, like the Houston Rockets, I like their old colors, man. Yeah, I wish they just stuck with that. Yeah, I kind of wish the Cavs. I kind of wish the Cavs was like that too, yeah. man. Like 
I don't know. I just don't understand, man. It's so many different type of uniforms. You can't even keep up, man. And it's like every three or four years they, they change, change the it. they change the whole color. Yes, like it's one thing to get a different uniform and keep it the same color, but you ch- you going from red you going for red and gold. Yes, to fucking blue or orange. <laughs> like what the fuck is that? The color schemes make no sense, man. Like yeah. I still don't like how the Rockets have a black uniform. No, yeah, I <laughs> you don't like the that, black ones. That, that there's nothing in their color scheme that's black. <laughs> but every team has a black variant uniform now, so I guess they have to have one too. And they don't look bad, but I'm just like, that's not rocket colors, man. Yeah, it never has you don't been. see. Yeah. Uh, do you see? Do you see black um, Boston Celtics? Not. I think they're another one of the ones that don't really change a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Year, they, man. That classic, you know, don't touch it. Yeah. Yeah. With certain ones, the Rockets got to change shit every year. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um. So Westbrook had his highest point total as a Houston Rocket. I don't feel good about this Houston Rocket team, man. Really? I man. just don't. I think uh, I think this D'Antoni's last year. It needs to be. Yeah. It needs to be. I think we've seen James Harden go as high as he can go, and he's been struggling really bad too lately, man. <laughs> I always want to say, like, I don't want to get too high and low on a regular season. I think that's one of the worst parts about NBA Twitter. Yeah. They're way too reactionary to fucking one game out of 82, yeah. even five games out of 82, too much to react to, man. People, these players don't really turn it on to the playoffs. Yeah, you've seen it with the Cavs, man. A lot of people say, oh, the, the last year when LeBron was there, oh, the Cavs ain't going to make it. They yep. look sorry. They, You know, LeBron and all these garbage cans, <laughs> he still pulled them to the finals. Yes. <laughs> they turned it on and pulled them to the finals. Yes. So uh, same thing with Golden State. Oh, yeah, you know, they – Pulled them, go, they went right to the finals. Exactly. <laughs> Four times in a row. So I just I don't like to overreact to regular season games, but that's also why I don't watch the regular season too much because I get too reactionary too. Yeah. And when a team looks horrible, I think that's just how they are. <laughs> so I don't want to get too high or too low, but I just don't like the look of this team. They can't defend. They're too small. Shooting is bad. Uh, Westbrook is starting to play more like himself, and he's low-key the best player on the team right now. Mm. Hard and struggling when he can't find his shot, man. It's hard to watch. So I, I'm worried about this team. I'm officially on panic mode, honestly, yeah. with them. I think they might be an early-round exit in the yeah. playoffs. It, it's fucked up, too, because um, Houston, they gave up a couple first-round picks. Yeah, and what's that don't matter to the Rockets, man, because they, they yeah. never finished that but, low. It, but – but I think it will start to hurt years after a while where it's like this shit not working. We got to blow this shit up because I'm not saying they going to have to rebuild, but like you can't really you can't really do nothing at that point. It's like, you know, like they're not the top team in the West where yeah. the pick don't matter. They like number five right now, number six. So after a while, it's like, damn, like two or three years later, it's like, damn, we ain't, you know, we can't really do shit. <laughs> know what I mean, and ain't no telling what, who going to be doing what in two or three years. Yeah. Um, well, the previous ownership of the Rockets, they used to never tank. Like they would never rebuild, even though it would make sense to like back in the Louis Scola years when they had like Kyle Lowry and all these Kevin Martin, yeah. like you would think they would just bottom out and tank and rebuild. They never did. They mm-hmm. always competed. I don't know how Patrick Tillman going to take it 
because mm-hmm. he seems to be a little more open to different things, I guess. But I don't think the draft picks are really important except for just trade assets, trading to get other players. But I feel like the Rockets are in win now. They're kind of the Texans, man. They're, they got to win and, now. And you see, got James Harden in yeah. his prime. You got to win now. And see, that's the fucked up part about it. Even with the Texans, like you go, they put all their chips to the middle of the in the middle of the table for you to be ten and six, or for you to get yeah. you know you beat Buffalo, but for you to get whooped like that, like if you putting all your chips to the table, man, your team need to be lightning. <laughs> you know that's I mean? true. That's so true. That, that's the part that hurt because if say for like I don't know, it's just like even with the Texans. We don't know what they're going to be like next year. We don't know what they're going to be like in two years. And you then push your chips to the table, and you really ain't got nothing left after that. Yeah. So it's just like, damn. Like, if you're going to do that, like, I know the Cavs did that a couple times where they gave up their first-round picks, but they at least got to the finals. Yeah. But if you're not even getting that far, what's, you know, I it's think- kind of like a fail a little bit unless you just – Focus on the, um, I guess the um, the sales uh, uh people, I guess coming in to see a Westbrook or, you know, a team like that. Yeah. But if you can bounce out in the first round after you then, you know, spent a little much to get Westbrook here. Yeah, but I think it's hard to compare the two sports because I think draft picks are way more valuable in football than in basketball. Um, like, I can't remember the last highest draft pick the Rockets had. Yeah. I can't. But we all know that the Texans drafted up to get Deshaun Watson, their franchise player now. Yeah. I can't remember the last highest draft pick that the Rockets had who was still playing on the team. So they don't give a fuck about the draft, man. They just want things to trade people with and things to trade away. But yeah, it, it's tough, man. I just – this team – the team chemistry itself – they need somebody big, man. They yeah. need somebody to fucking rebound and Clint yeah, Capella. See, you don't want to, like I said, I don't think they're going to end up this bad, but you don't want to end up like the Knicks. Yeah. That don't have a first round pick for yeah. the next three or four years. The Knicks are in the worst shape, and man. And they can't, and like, yeah, the Knicks can't even get nobody to come there. So that's what I'm saying. You know, I don't want, I don't want the Rockets to end up like that. Because if it get bad enough, they're going to fire their GM. Yeah. The coach is probably gone. It's probably his last year. Like, you don't want to get to a point where don't nobody want to come here and you can't even draft nobody when you're, you know, you're sorry. Yeah. And now OKC. OKC loaded up, man. OKC looks good, man. I hate to say (laughs) it because. Chris Paul looks good. I hate to fucking say it because I was so everybody was even people who were jokingly saying like, oh, you know, the Rockets messed up trading Westbrook, uh, trading Chris Paul for Westbrook. At first, I was like, no fucking way, man. The biggest problem with Chris Paul, he couldn't stay healthy, yeah. but he's super healthy now. I know. And the superstar. Looks, Is yeah. he making the all-star team? That dude. I, I, he, he probably makes the reserve team. I know he yeah. wasn't first, but yeah. he, he'll probably make the reserve team. But. Like that's man, looking like a good trade, man. Look for they them, got, yes. They got a couple first round picks. For them, yes, because yeah. they'll be able to rebuild with that. And Chris Paul's that, playing really good. Yeah. I, honestly, if I could go back in time 
and I had any power over it, I would have yeah. kept Chris Paul, man. Yeah. Honestly, it went, probably wouldn't have mattered because he wasn't getting along with James Harden, James Harden yeah, anyway. Beef. Fair enough. Yeah, so it probably would have been the same shit now. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I but, just, yeah, it, it do look bad because we said he was washed. Everybody said it. Yeah. A couple of people said, oh, no, he's not. But he wasn't good here uh, the last year. It was just he, he kept getting injured, man. That was the yeah. biggest thing. When he played, he was good, but – his injury was just too—he was too consistently injured, and, and right when we needed him the most in the playoffs, he would get hurt. He's yeah. like, "Fuck." So, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about the Houston Rockets this year, man. I'm not too optimistic. <laughs> I'm not like I watched the playoffs, but I'm just—I wouldn't be surprised if they got bounced in the first, second round. The yeah, it's too many good teams now. Yeah, like I know everybody was excited that you know Durant left the Warriors and Steph got hurt, Clay got hurt, all that stuff. But now you got both both of the LA teams. They probably one and two yeah. in, the, in the Western Conference. On top of other teams, as you know, the Denver's the all type. I forgot what other teams. That's real good. But the Lakers win in the West, man. That's just what it is. The yeah. Lakers gonna win the West over the Clippers. Yes, and that'll be a good series to watch, though. Man. But I think uh, actually. I don't I know, think, man. I think it's a toss-up, man. Yeah, now because the Depends Clippers have on health both and all matchups that stuff. already. And, they, and the Clippers playing, they doing this more. It's not good for the league, but all the minutes restrictions and yeah. the, uh, what you – I forgot what they call it. The, uh, the rest in the players and all Low that shit. Low management. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man, that's going to pay off. <laughs> I think I kind of think it might be bad for the league if this pays off, man. It's super bad for the because league, this, man. It, let's say the Clippers win a championship playing mm-hmm. like they played this regular season. Yeah. From now on, you're going to see every superstar LeBron sitting going, out yeah. with low management trying to do the same thing because it's a copycat league, man. Yeah. Every league is a copycat and, league. And honestly, this, it's kind of smart league. if you was a coach because yeah. your goal is to win. You, Your goal is not to get fans in the seats. Yes. Or please this uh, little Johnny who, you know, want to see this superstar play because if you don't win a championship, you out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I will sit Kawhi too <laughs> for a couple games if it means I will, you know, get to the finals. Yeah. But, yeah, it would be bad for the league. It would be. And I think uh, the previous commissioner, commissioner David Stern, was more he, – he was more against this and would crack down on it because the Spurs used to do this too. Yeah. Greg Popovich – he's Greg sending them was, home yes, on the plane <laughs> yes he would put old under DNP yeah. like he wouldn't care yeah. but David Stern would crack down on him for that but I don't think this new dude Adam Silver doesn't really care like he's just trying to maintain yeah. he doesn't mm-hmm. have much of a backbone so I think he'll let yeah. this shit slide and it'll just yeah. it's bad for the people who pay for the games to not have your favorite player play but mm-hmm. it is what it is man yeah um. So the Super Bowl matchup is set, man. Are you excited about that shit? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, not really, man. I don't know why. I'm I'm not really that excited, but of course I'll be watching. Yeah. I, um, I'm kind of rooting for. Um, I I was root. I kind of want to root for Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. but his fucking girlfriend, man. <laughs> Jesus Just Christ, girl is annoying. Yeah, man. But um, I kind of want to see Pat Mahomes win it in this what third year. Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to see him win it in his third year. 
Yeah, I, I just hope for a good game again, man. I don't really care who wins it. Yeah. But I just hope it's a good game. Too many times the Super Bowl has been kind of whack. That last but one was whack. It I was, can't, who played? Oh, the Rams and the Patriots? Yeah. yeah that was fucking that was terrible, whack. man. That, that was, was probably terrible. the worst Super Bowl. Yeah, one of the worst Super Bowls. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so it's always a toss-up. You always get hyped for it. And then yeah. it's either really good or really yeah. bad. It's really no yeah. in between. Yeah, I got a feeling we all like, oh, it's gonna be high scoring. All yeah, it. it's gonna be like thirteen or six, <laughs> <laughs> something stupid like that. Yeah, and yeah. Then you have people. Oh no, it, it was a good game. It was just defense, it was a defensive battle. Yeah. See, you guys just want to see high scoring. Yeah. You don't appreciate the linebacker play and the yes. line scrimmage. Yes, we want to see high scoring. <laughs> like, don't nobody want to see no sorry ass three and out. Doc, I refuse to believe anybody really appreciates good defense. I don't no. care these fucking cornerbacks on Twitter. Act yeah. like we're stupid for wanting to see a high-scoring game. Yeah. Uh, no, we want to see your ass get dust. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the defensive battle guy, man. This ain't fucking chess. Yeah. We're trying to watch something exciting. Yes. God. Man. I hate when people say we that shit. We want to see touchdowns. <laughs> we want to see celebrations yes. and shit like that. Yeah. Fine. We didn't want to fucking see people celebrating after a sack. Ain't like, no, it, like, them announcers ain't getting excited. Like, oh, what a yes. defense. What a defensive game. And, oh. Nah. <laughs> Two-yard run. Yeah. Oh, good, good stop by the defense. <laughs> and who cares? But, um, so, yeah, hopefully the game is good. It's in Miami, so it's going to be good weather probably. Yeah. And we'll see how that shit goes. Yeah. Um. Anything else going on, man? Anything else popping this week? Um, I think that's really about it for sports. We covered the big shit. Yeah. Uh, Anything special? Mm, mm. Let me check on Jasmine, who <laughs> was tweeting from the Roddy Rich concert. <laughs> um. I asked her because she made the comment about. Um, seeing the youth all drugged out at the Roddy Rich concert. I texted, what do you expect at a Roddy Rich show? And she said, they disrespectful. <laughs> she didn't expect this. I don't know what that means. I don't know how they disrespectful, but she said, Travis fans would never. I'm like, okay. Shit, I, think, I wonder how, uh, we got to hear this. Yeah. What's disrespectful? I, you know what I want to say? Mm. It's more black people there than she was accustomed to. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot of hood black people there. Yeah. And she didn't wasn't used to that type of environment. So yeah. she wanted me to go. I was thinking about going, but I'm like, man, I'm not really that much of a fan yeah. yet to sit through a whole concert. Mm -hmm. But um I guess I'm I'm a little too old for that shit, man. No, she invited you, huh? Oh yeah. No, okay. she only invited me because we was right by there and I think um uh, one of her friends had a ticket for her. Oh, okay. And she said, you want to go? It was $50, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. And I thought about it. I oh, like, she offered for you to pay for it? Yeah, they said he had, he, I guess the person had tickets for 50 50 bucks for fucking Roddy Rich. <laughs> Hell no, man. He won the, he got the number one song. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he better be doing a whole set of hits <laughs> for me to pay 50 bucks, not just one song. I only know the one song. The, yeah, that, the box. Uh, yeah, that's the only one I know. So, yeah. I would have won if I, uh, we wasn't doing nothing. I would have won if it was I free. I was about to miss the podcast yeah. <laughs> to see that. Though. I would have won if it was free, <laughs> but I wasn't going to pay 50 bucks to see it. Yeah. Um. Anything else about the Astros cheating shit that you want to talk about? Uh. 
I think we I don't know. It's, it's just funny because uh, me being the, I'm not a part of Astros Twitter, but me seeing Astros Twitter defending this shit is driving me nuts, man. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, they, I keep seeing people like, oh, all the teams probably doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, why are everybody doing it? Just bashing everybody that's talking about it, joking about it. Like, so what? Who cares? My thing is, man, and this is why, like, sports is kind of goofy, period. And, <laughs> and that's why I really don't see myself as a fan as much as I used to be. Because imagine if the Dodgers won the 2017 World Series <laughs> and we found out they were doing this shit. We'd be doing the Astros same Twitter shit. Twitter would be the whiniest motherfuckers on the internet, dog. Yes. They'd be the ones asking for them to be stripped of the World Series. Yes. They'd be asking the same shit they're complaining about, they'd be doing. Yes, yes. So just because it's your team, you feel differently. I, yeah. I, I understand, you know, you're like, fuck it, it's my team. We want a championship. Deal with it. But yeah. don't act like suddenly, oh, everybody was doing it, so yeah. it's not really a it's big not deal. Wrong with it. yeah. It's not a Why big deal. Why y'all making that big deal? Yeah, because you know if the shoe was on the other foot, you make it a huge deal too. So yeah. just accept it. And see, I'm take co- the smoke. I'm cool with people that's like that. Like, yeah, we cheated. Yeah, I'm disappointed. It's tannish, but you know, it's my team. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still gonna stick it out with my team. But people that's trying to act like, oh, it's no big deal. Like, no, nah, that was clearly a big deal. Yes. It was clearly a big deal because looking at the stats, the Astros won the World Series in 2017 when, and when they or when they cheated. I ain't going to say allegedly because mm-hmm. they, cause they cheated. 2018, the Boston Red Sox won it when they cheated, when yeah. they accused them of cheating. So it's right there. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was some type of year where they didn't even get far or something like that, but... These are the two, the two years of the teams won the championship. Those are the two years they they was accused of cheating. Yes. So, like, what is it to defend? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you talk about the Yankees and all that shit. They ain't fucking win nothing yet. I understand being mad about being a scapegoat, you know, and I feel like somebody like Barry Bonds probably feel the same way too. You know, mm-hmm. how he's the one who gets all the smoke for the steroid era, but that's just because he was the best. Yeah, his, you know? yeah, that's why his face is on, you know, the steroid conversation. Yes, but everybody, A-Rod was doing it. Everybody at the time in the league was doing it, but he's the face of it just because he was most successful at it. The yeah. Astros are kind of the same way, Yeah, you know, because they were the most successful during that time. Oh, yeah. suddenly, you know, they're the face of the cheating scandal of stealing yeah. signs. But it was Ain't everybody. Ain't nothing you can really do about it, yeah. man. Like, you got, you the one that got caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, somebody aired you out, but shit, y'all got caught. So... Like, ain't no point in trying to say, oh, they've been doing this back since 1992 and all this other shit. Like, yeah. Oh, Babe Ruth was stealing signs back yeah. in the 40s. Like, no, nobody yeah. care about that bullshit, man. I know. Y- y'all got caught, man. Yeah. Ty Cobb was cheating back yeah. in the day. Don't like, try to dog. burn the Carter down because yeah. y'all got caught. So, basically, we none of us should watch baseball since everybody cheating. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to go all the way that far back. Yeah. Um, do you think Mike Fires is a snitch ass motherfucker um, for what he did? That's the other thing that kept bothering me. People act like this the streets. <laughs> like he gave up the like he gave up the drug connect. <laughs> know what I mean, like he broke the G code. Yeah, man. It's, just, it's fucking baseball, man. <laughs> like they probably pressed him about it and he told the truth. 
Now, I mean, I think he told a reporter, so that was kind of the issue. Yeah, he pro- <laughs> like he just came out he, and snitched. He pro- yeah, like I don't know if he was, uh, I don't know if he was part of the whole shit too, but he probably ain't fuck with people on the Astros. He probably got into it with somebody, you know, you know, in the front offices. You don't know what went on, so he probably like fuck them, like, and they, you know, they they doing all this cheating shit. Fuck, like fuck all of them. I don't care if I won with them. He probably like they probably ain't want me back or probably on some bullshit, but everybody had like this is streets or something. <laughs> <laughs> like they just snitched on Tommy or Ghost or something I like mean, that. I mean, I kind of get. I just hate the word, the term, the snitch, snitch. term, yeah. and all. Like, like he taught, he he, he told. <laughs> My only thing is, and to be fair, I got get what you're saying. This ain't the streets, but. The G code is supposed to be, be to be for people that are in the game, you know. So that's why we don't like when people say, "Oh, so, so if you see a crime and you sn- tell the cops that you snitched, you're not in the game, so you can't be a snitch in that case." So the snitch rules do kind of apply to this dude, Mike Fires, because you was in it, you were doing it, and you were profiting from it, and you didn't say nothing while you were in it and doing it. But then you leave, and now suddenly the Astros are the enemy, and now you want to come out and give up the whole game. So was he doing it? What was he doing? I don't. I because don't, it's weird. Because like I know he's a pitcher. We don't know who did. That's the problem. We don't know who did yeah. what. Yeah. But because there was no was, indication that he came out and had a problem with it when it was happening, because he knew it was happening. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're going to snitch and you do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, do it while you were on the team, the World Series winning Astros team. And don't wait till you on another team where they're the enemy now. And then you got to give them up. So. Yeah, so his last year was that World Series year, right? Yes. I just, to me, it sounded like he might have had a problem with them. They probably ain't fuck with him like that from the beginning. It could and be. And he was man. on the team. He you know, they won and whoop ain't nobody what wasn't nobody really talked about it. But after that year he like, fuck them. Like I got to face them. <laughs> like, fuck that. Yeah. I got my shit. <laughs> Fair enough. I see so, your point so too, probably, man. Yeah, he probably ain't fuck with them. Like a lot of people say this too. Like, if you don't really fuck with that person, why would you not snitch on them and all this other shit? So there's rules to the shit, man. <laughs> it's fucking baseball, man. Principalities to this shit, Biggie. It's baseball, man. Yeah, it's, it's a code, man. It's deeper than rap. He's, it's deeper yeah. than baseball. It's Look, deeper than baseball. He's still on the team. It ain't like he about to be blackballed. You know how baseball is, man. They have this old unwritten code and shit where yeah. all this shit happens. So baseball <laughs> a different breed of sport, man. It's not like football or basketball. There's yeah. the code, yeah. apparently. And and yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's crazy, man. Like, it is, man, but it is what is it he is. a snitch? You I label think, him as a snitch. I mean, he's not a snitch in like the street sense, but I do think he he's did a whistleblower. Them, I think he did him dirty mm. because, and I think it's what Pedro Martinez was saying. You know, like it's one thing if you think it's wrong, but then don't after you profit from it. Then go somewhere else and say, "Oh, it was wrong." And, and see, that's the reason why I feel like he they didn't really fuck with him from the beginning. Because if it was your friends mm-hmm. and they doing that, he was he wasn't gonna say shit. He wouldn't have said shit. If we doing some type of dirt and I just so have to go to another station, I ain't about to say shit 
because, you know, we cool. Yeah. I just so happen to, you know, go to another team now. But I just felt like he ain't fuck with them at all. Probably not. But, I mean, out of respect and also from the fact that, like I said, you had no problem with it when it was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you? you, you but, there's other ways you can shit on him or not fuck with him. You ain't got to give up the whole yeah. team and bring yeah. up and get people fired. Yeah. But see, but too, if you think about it, he he was on that team, but probably nothing he could really do. He couldn't just be the whistleblower blower during the season. Eh, you could have He could have went to Hinch or went to somebody and say, "Hey, man, I can't fuck with this. What they doing but, over here?" <laughs> and I either get because I think that's what Pedro said too. Like either get me out of here or put a stop to it because I don't fuck with this. I but mean, I saw like a, him cheesing in the picture with the fucking World Series trophy. Yeah. Proud of what he did. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fucked up, but it is. I just think he really ain't fuck with them because there's other Astros that left too. Oh yeah. And they're probably they're probably cool with that. Um, Dallas Keuchel, I think. I was surprised that he didn't never. I mean, he came out and apologized for it. Yeah. But I think he left kind of under bad terms too. I think he wanted to stay, but they didn't want they to pay him. Really. They didn't want to pay him. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, man. Crazy, crazy situation. Yeah, um, shit tarnished, man. Yeah. I just don't want to hear Astros Twitter whining all year, man. They like, going to be whining all oh, year. Definitely. It's going to be, I will say this, baseball will be a little more entertaining this year. Yeah. I would like. I will probably watch the first couple games and then wait to the playoffs <laughs> and start watching. Everybody's just going to want to see how other ballparks treat the Rockets. I mean, the Rockets, the Astros, man. Yeah. That'll be the most interesting thing. I think when they go to fucking Boston, when they go to L.A., well, L.A. Dodgers, I don't know if their fans are that crazy. The I, Red Fox, the Yankees might be trying to fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go to a Yankees, yeah. a, a Yankees Astro game in New York. Hell no. Wearing Yan- uh, Astro was, shit. They was throwing shit and it was just a regular baseball yeah. game. Yeah. People now was you getting whooped. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. add this, because mm-hmm. I already hear the New York people talking about, oh, you can tell something was different when the Yankees played in Houston. Yeah. I'm like, oh, really? No, <laughs> see, I've been saying the same. I, look, I've been saying the same shit because that year they played the Indians. The mm-hmm. uh, Astros played the Indians. The Indians was the best team in the league. No, they but won, something was different in they Houston. Won, huh? look, they won 24 games in a row. <laughs> yeah. People were scared. People were scared to play the Indians. And you go to Cleveland and you swept them, <laughs> and uh, all all of their aces was getting rocked. <laughs> I, I was saying that from that point on. I'm like, man, because I think Trevor Bauer might have said something around that time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I kind of believe him. <laughs> people, that's when people start calling them Tyler and all this other stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, man, I think it's something there because it's it's fucking crazy how the best team in the league. Um, Got swept by another team and their aces got rocked. Like they looked like sorry ass pitchers. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm not going to say that wasn't a, a part of it or maybe a big part of it, but also baseball is crazy like that, man. Yeah. Like look at the Astros. Their offense looked so good in the regular season, and then suddenly in the postseason, they couldn't hit shit. Yeah, but so, they still got to the World Series. Yeah, though. that's true, barely. But the, yeah, but th- that always blew my mind. I'm like, man, something. <laughs> I was saying, something ain't <laughs> something feel ain't right. right here, man. See, yeah, she, Astro Twitter gonna chew you up too, man. So watch out. <laughs> uh, anything well, else you got on your mind? Anything else you want to chop it about, man? I think that might uh, be about it. 
Uh, power almost done. <laughs> yeah, two more episodes left. Oh, oh my guys, I will say this: this episode was actually all right. Really, I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. It was still some corny ass shit in it. <laughs> it uh, it was corny how Tommy shot the dude right in the eye mm-hmm. and killed him. Like he shot one of his dudes he was cool with right in the um right in the fucking eye. Damn. And killed him right in the street. And I, I thought that was hilarious how he had that much aim. <laughs> but when he went to go kill a lawyer, he blew up Ghost's fucking house with a fucking AR. Did you remember that part? Yeah, 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 yeah. He went in there, like, did not hit dude at all to the very yeah, end. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, so that part was a little funny. But um, <laughs> some of the takeaways from it is uh, what Ghost is actually dead. Unless they do some stupid shit. <laughs> Unless they do some stupid so shit with the script. So he's actually dead. Yeah. Did they show his body? Yeah. They, oh, um, wow. Yeah, so this one, um, Tommy came in and apologized to Ghost because they've been beefing the whole, for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, he found out that he uh, didn't kill Tommy's girlfriend and he didn't do this, didn't do that. So he went to apologize to him at the club. So I guess that's where he was walking when you see all the people walking. No, okay. Oh, uh, and that's when um, he found them laying there, you know, about to die. So he was like saying, hold on and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, they both looked up and somebody was right there, but they didn't show who it was. Of course. Uh, so Tommy, motherfucker, you was, what the, f-? you know how he do. Mm-hmm. And Ghost was like, uh, don't worry about it. Or he pretty much said, don't worry about it or let him go. Hmm. So and he ended up dying right there, and Tommy took off. So spoiler alert: maybe <laughs> I don't think anybody who listens to our podcast really superpower fans anyway. Yeah. But uh, so it's been leaked apparently that Tariq might have been the one who shot Ghost. Which in that case, I think your scenario makes sense, where he said, <laughs> "Let him go." Yeah, let them go or let it go or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the only one that makes sense. But also 50 Cent himself was faking like he was mad about stars and something. So he also showed a scene where uh, Tasha shoots somebody, too. Yeah, and, but we and don't see, know who that is. And see, I'm glad. Remember, I put it in the group chat about my um, my theory mm-hmm. about that shit, and I was right you on. You were right. Yeah, yeah, because 50 end up posting something else pretty much saying they shoot multiple scenes yeah. which is uh well i, I kind of figured that because the same thing happened before where something got leaked and people was pissed like oh y'all spoiling power blah 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 but um that ending or whatever didn't even happen yeah so um that that's um uh, that was that's the first thing i thought when i saw them leaks and then the other thing is i'm like man he definitely doing this for attention Mm-hmm. Because who else? Like, what other TV show you know that get leaked? Yeah, exactly. You don't know no other show. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but well, some show. Well, if if it's really popular, sometimes it'll get leaked. I know uh, Game of Thrones episodes used to get leaked a few days before they came out, so it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I said, I, it, it had to be him or somebody working there that tried to, I guess, create some type of stir up on social media. But um, 
Yeah, I knew. I I kind of figured they shot multiple scenes mm-hmm. on different. Shows. I don't think they do it just to prevent the leaks, but I think they just do it just to see what works better. Yeah. So it kind of show you that. I I feel like they kind of um go off what the people want to see or what they think could be. Yeah. So a lot uh, a lot of shit like oh yeah I wish he died or I wish that person died or. I want this person to stay. I, I feel like they shoot a lot of shit, and they kind of piece it together as the season go on. It could be, but I will say, like, if that's just them shooting and leaking their own stuff to keep people confused and keep people interested, I think that's pretty smart, actually. It is. Maybe more TV shows should start doing this, like mm. faking a leak where something crazy happens, and then you watch the whole thing, and that never happens, or something else crazy happens. So, yeah, actually, I think that's kind of smart. Yeah, I give credit to Fifty for if he thought of that because that is actually a smart thing to do for a TV show that, that's as popular and as wild as power can be. Yeah. So, so yeah. So my th- new theory on I guess the last episode is Tariq. Didn't kill his dad. And okay. Tasha probably didn't kill his dad. It's probably somebody totally different. Who do you think it could be then? I'm kind of taking a shot in the dark. I think it's the uh, the politician, the black politician, bitch. Really? Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna take a curveball because it can't. I don't think it's gonna be too obvious like that because it's too obvious to be his wife or uh, Tariq. Yeah, but I mean, so it's I, also the power. Yeah, it's, it's power, <laughs> but. I feel like nothing was really predictable. It it, it, it kind of take you uh, for Tyler Perry type of curve, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, why did they do that? And all this other shit. But I feel like it's either the, the black politician chick that was cool with Lawrence Tate, and they probably going to ride off in the sunset on the same team, yeah. some, some stupid shit like that. Or I kind of think it's the one detective who got fired, the sleazy dude. That been trying to get ghosts in them for, for for a minute. I think yeah, I think it's either one of them, but I don't think it's oh Tasha or obviously it's not Tommy. But I think and and yeah, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing if it was Tariq, but I think that would make the most sense with the direction of the story. Honestly, man, yeah, like the the entire story of, pl- of power, especially since like season three on, has been like Tariq becoming ghost. Yeah. You know, becoming into that world. And I think that would make the most sense for him that be the one who killed him. Yeah, I think they just, I think if that was the case, I think they stretched, their, stretched it out way too long. Yeah, that's true. Because now they going through everybody's story. Yeah. It's like, man, if if that was the story, like, boom, like, get right into the shit mm-hmm. then. Like, we don't need to hear what Angela's sister did the whole fucking day. Yeah. And what Tommy did the whole day and what Tasha did the whole day. Like you gotta get right into that shit. So that's why that's the one reason I think it's gonna be some type of curveball. But um, who knows, man? We did predict this shit though, as far as Tariq being the top dog. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, one of us did, or if not both. It's probably you, because I know. I, well, go, going from the creator, one of the creators basically said that the whole theme of power is supposed to be how a son becomes his father. And mm-hmm. how Tariq becomes ghost and he gets into that world. So we've known that for a while that was going to be the theme of it. And I hated that because I didn't like Tariq ever. Yeah. But if that's the story you're telling, then it would make the most sense for Tariq to kill ghost, I feel. But yeah. who knows, man? 
Yeah. Like you said, it's the craziest show <laughs> and they might throw us for a loop. So Yeah. And then uh and then Tommy, um, after he killed the dude in the eye, mm. shot the dude in the eye. He wrote <laughs> the other funny thing is, uh so apparently one of the the uh the lawyer's daughter, uh Proctor's daughter, had a uh some video or audio of him killing somebody and he been trying to get that back the whole episode. Mm-hmm. So um, he finally went to her house to get it and she finally gave it to him. He fucking, uh, he stepped on the uh, USB drive, pretty much killed it or the no, card or whatever. Then this nigga ate a SIM card. <laughs> she he gave him a SIM card and he ate it, bit it up pretty much. I'm like, man, this shit is ridiculous. Oh my good. Like he couldn't that was the way he destroyed it. He yes. ate it. Yes. The first fuck? he stepped he on the just US break it. <laughs> man. Snap the bitch in two. He ate the SIM card, man. That's fucking disgusting, man. You gotta shit that <laughs> I'm out. I'm like, man, they put they make a Tommy just a badass. That's and ridiculous. on top of that episode, he killed like ten niggas, man. Did not get caught n- nothing. Meanwhile, they following ghosts for for a murder he ain't yes. fucking commit the whole time. <laughs> Tommy, Tom, they've always made Tommy to be like a super badass man. He survives yeah. the shit that he he should have been dead in like the second season, realistically. Yes, but somehow he survived and all this shit. Not only that, so he rolled off in the sunset. He he decided he he uh, his mother quit talking to him after ghost was killed and Ghost actually had some money for her. Mm-hmm. So he had money for everybody, but um she pretty much kicked them to the curb, which was big because you know she was a mama's or you know, love their baby. But he left and um pretty much drove off and said he was going to California. Okay. So he rolled off to California, I guess. And that was pretty much the end. But I'm I know I'm sure you probably seen some of the pictures or tweets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he took a the actor who played Tommy took a picture with a hat that said Tommy season one. Okay. So it looking like he might begin the spinoff of his so own show. Be two. I wonder when that's gonna happen. Yeah, Tommy season one. And so, there's book. There's the ghost one. Go, the, power the prequel. book one. I guess. And oh, I yeah. guess. I think, and I still think, man, I still think Ghost ain't dead. I really? think at the very end they're gonna pull some because so much ridiculous shit has happened yeah, that I wouldn't too be common. surprised if they just brought back Ghost and said I faked my own death to make, and his whole plan came together at the very end. Yeah, and it was always supposed to be the, like this. Yeah, the yeah the way that they um the way in that last episode though. It was real emotional. Like, I almost bucked really? the tear a little bit. Yeah. Man, I Because Tommy was sitting there, like, wait, holding him. And he was about to cry. Like, man. And I think he heard somebody. He took off or heard, heard the sirens. So he mm-hmm. took off. But he actually laid there and died. But, I feel like, like I said, something like, they're gonna do, it's man. power, man. Yes. We, thought, we thought 50 Cent was dead yes. in the damn fire. <laughs> <laughs> he broke out of there like a fucking gorilla. Superman, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, who knows? Yeah. I'm 95% sure that he probably died. No matter what, I'm just confident the ending's going to be stupid. Yeah. Because it's power. And yeah, <laughs> every ending has been stupid for this yeah, show for a while. I, I told somebody that um, that last episode, they just need to end it on that note. Yeah. Like, we don't, it, it, to me, it was a good episode. It was one of the best episodes in a long time. 
and they just need to end it right there. <laughs> like I don't care who kill who or who kill ghosts. Fuck, just end it on a good note. Yeah. <laughs> but you know they can't, man. They have to set up the prequel and the sequel and all the other now stuff. Now you're gonna have all on. these random ass people like who the yes. fuck is this? Yeah. This is gonna be entire they're gonna make a power movie next, man. It's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, so Tommy got his own shit coming. Yeah. Uh I don't know if the power book it was a power book. It was book a power? power book two ghost. Yeah. So I don't know why they would call it book two if it was a prequel. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure if that's the prequel or I don't is know. That man. Something, is that looking towards the future? Because we'll we'll find Tariq out. is probably getting his. I fucking hope not, man. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, so they got like three shit, uh, three different series coming. Look like, and I'm yeah. not watching none of them. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but who knows? If they do like three different shows, maybe one will be good. <laughs> no, I'm done, I don't, man. I don't have a whole lot of faith either, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm done, man. Yeah. I, I felt like I did my part. Yeah, we I invested way too much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we will break that down. I'm sure Jasmine gonna watch it too, and y'all gonna break down how y'all feel about the Power C series finale. I guess that's next week, or there are there two more episodes or one? Uh, it might be. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, when the show ends, yeah. you guys will break it down and we'll finally put that to rest yeah. once and for all, kind of sort until the prequels come out and all that bullshit. <laughs> um, anything else, man? I think that's about it we got for tonight. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. Um, shout out to Jasmine. Jasmine getting, I guess, not lit, but turns up at the Roddy Rich concert with all these fucking <laughs> junkies. <laughs> 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 pouring up the whole damn seal and getting lazy. I wouldn't uh I got to listen to more of this music. I wouldn't expect like a whole bunch of junkies to be at the Roddy Rich concert. Eh, I would imagine it's Is probably, that like a druggy type of artist? I think I oh, I'm because not surprised what are some, everybody there high. Yeah, what are but, some good druggy type of artists where you expect a lot of people to be on like not just we Travis weed. Scott yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kid yeah, Cuddy is one. Um, because shit. I feel like I feel like somebody like a future. Future fans are kind of they're not druggy fans. I know mm. his music is kind of druggy, but he got some mature fans. Yeah, that might probably come up there with some um, go to his concerts, high off weed. That's mm. probably it, or some probably be on some pills or something. But it's not like a Travis Scott or. Kid Cudi type of concert. Roddy Rich has a younger fan base, man, and so naturally, if you get the younger ones, they gonna they be the already, ones who are yeah, okay, already into pills and that type of shit. So mm. I'm not surprised that he got a junkie fan base. If he does have mm. a junkie fan base, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll have Jasmine report back. Yes, yeah, she's to come findings. back. <laughs> yes, she gonna come back with a koofy on talking about <laughs> Black Brotherhood. We got to do better. We got to do We got to talk to the younger <laughs> generation. Um, shout out to all the people who, of course, fuck with the podcast. Y'all know who y'all are. Um, you can find my man Figgy Fig weekdays 10 to 2 on In The Loop. You can also follow him on social media at the Figgy Fig. 
You can find me on social media. I'm on Twitter at the Ryan Rocket and Instagram Ryan dot Rocket. Blah blah blah. You already know the deal. Follow the podcast. Yes, at Gems and Juice we are on blown. everything. We, we getting famous niggas are, are looking and following. So be a, <laughs> get on the ground floor. You know what? <laughs> Some side tangent. You don't you get excited when you find a, a like an IG model who just started a Twitter account or something? Yes. <laughs> They got like a thousand. Yes. They got uh, only got like a thousand followers. Or, I followed this girl who only got like fifty followers, but she got. <laughs> oh like, man, yes, damn! I got in there. Damn, I got in she there. She followed early. you back. Hell no, uh, man. But look, I'm, I'm gonna make myself known. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> like enough of her shit and reply to enough that she'll notice. Yeah, you gotta okay. be cool too. Like, man, that shit crazy. Or yeah. you gotta do something like that. Boost you can't seem thirsty. Yeah, you gotta be like, damn. <laughs> Like, damn, that movie was crazy. She, she whined about niggas, be like, damn. <laughs> niggas ain't shit, huh? Right. <laughs> I'm just glad that, you're a strong black woman. You that'd can be the it. best, that'd be the best thing ever. Finding a, a good looking chick that's a real page. Yes. With like six hundred followers. Yes. And following like six hundred people. Yes. She's like, oh yeah, she followed back. Hit the follow back. Yep. Yes. That's a good feeling, man. Yes. So treat our Instagram account like a bad bitch. <laughs> okay, right. we're going up. Yes. So get in on the ground floor while the getting is good, and we'll follow you back too. Yes. And uh, you can find Jasmine at uh, Chitty Chitty Bass on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. She's tweeting from the concert. So if you want to see what she thinks about the whole thing, you can probably <laughs> peep her thoughts on that. She probably got some uh, IG lives and some IG stories and all that shit. So check it out. <laughs> and so yeah I guess that's about it so for my man Figgy Fig for the lovely not here right now but will be next week probably Jasmine I am Ryan Rocket and this is the Gems and Juice podcast y'all peace <laughs>